0: The following is a presentation of Real Racing USA.
1: This is Joe Irwin. And this
2: is Wayne Jefferson. From
0: Jefferson Irwin Racing.
2: And you're listening to Real Racing USA.
3: Honey, we're home, but we're not turned
2: up. There we go. There's one. There's two. There it comes. Yeah, we're coming up.
3: It's a blast from the past and a voice from way back.
2: uh, You're listening to Inside Florida Racing. You got me, Rob Elting, a.k.a. Bonehead. I'm sitting here with uh, Jack Smith and Bill Green in the studio. Uh, Miss Cece Brooks is uh, (coughs) sick tonight. Yep, that's Mr. Bill Green. Mr. Bill Green and uh, uh, Miss Cece Brooks is uh, sick tonight. And uh, uh, Carol Wicks, of course, she has uh, gotten sick on us. Yeah, everybody's going to be sick sooner or later. Yeah, so I've
3: had it for like 12 days. I'm just getting to the end of it, I hope.
2: Yeah, well... None of us are as a bad a shape as she's been. So you'll want to spray this uh, microphone down when we're done. That uh, was the one she was using last week. So Yeah, that's the one she was
0: we, we we. This was a dead-ass setup, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Period. Trying to get
3: me sick. We Too late. set
0: you up, Bill. Too late. But uh, it's good oh, to have you in here, man. You in her seat hey, seat no problem. In it's
3: in it's good to be here. It's good to uh, get a chance to talk to some of the folks out there that uh, might want to take time to give us a call.
0: How do you like the view and, from the um, ninth
3: floor up here? It's beautiful. Oh, it's yeah. gorgeous, man. I like it. You kind of built the Taj Hall, Medi, hey, they repaved your road i couldn't find your house i looked for a certain number of bumps i gotta <laughs> go through right. <laughs> Jeez, uh, that was unbelievable we complained to the uh county and no, no it's, it's beautiful beautiful here. place uh, they paved it
2: right to the tower yep right uh, to I the tower it. i love it so uh you said uh you're encouraging folks to give us a call don't call here we don't want to talk to you no. why not no we're not talking to any callers today because they've been bad recently oh yeah, so they're all on restriction, but uh, you can give them the numbers. If you want to give them the numbers, Jack, what are the phone numbers here? 941
3: I want to know if there's anybody out there who reads the Tampa Tribune. That's all. If you read the Tampa Tribune, call me.
0: I do. I got questions. Yeah, Tampa Tribune is a great newspaper. So how do you,
3: like, uh, you like their local motorsports coverage up until two weeks
2: ago? Well, well they, they used to cover it pretty good, but who was? what was the guy's name that did all the motorsports coverage for them? Gene Ab, uh, wait a minute, jeez! Now
4: he's you mean anatomy.
3: before Bill Green took over? Gene Audrey, Audrey yeah. was his name. A little yeah. shorter guy. Yeah, he's a great guy. And and if it come, wasn't for him, I wouldn't have had the job. So
2: he used to come to the races all the time and, and cover things. And uh, so what's going on there? They don't. The well, they only they
3: only send them to the bigger races. Right, they came to all the big late model races and the right. big races. In well, Tampa, there's no big. Well, we'll whenever take that back. whenever he races, he and, he left to go do some other kind of job. In about June of last year, and so he gave them my name and said, "Hey, you need to call Bill Green. He could probably do it." For so, did you cover?
0: Uh, did you cover the race this weekend at DeSoto?
3: No, no. We'll get to that. Oh, okay. I'm trying to get the storyline going here first. He's trying to speed you. Up. So I, I, yeah, but then <laughs> he I, knows that. Well, my problem is <laughs> though. I want to make exactly sure people understand <laughs> that I, I did the best I could with what I had give, been given, right. and that was I was given the leeway to do the four major tracks around the Tampa area: East <laughs> Bay, DeSoto, Auburndale, and Citrus. And and so I tried to cover those as best I could, and pick out a driver to focus on, and then just give the rundown. And they like all the East Bay coverage because it's Tampa. Mm-hmm. So we did that. So we got to the Winter Nationals. He goes, "Hey, I want you every night at the Winter Nationals." I'm going, "That's cool, man. I'll be there." So I did the Winter Nationals right through the late models, and then I got the call. Yeah. Said the budget's done. We've spent too much already this year, so yeah. stop.
2: So it sounds like you were overcharging them. I wasn't I was. They were paying me whatever the scale
0: was, man. I never scale. even talked to him about scale. money. He was getting paid scale.
2: Basic scale, too. Now, you were doing this during the writer's strike? You got it. You got it, buddy, and I wasn't
3: having a problem with it at all. I don't have a writer's card. If I did, I'd been on strike with them and make a big bucks. Yeah, did we, they have people that were on strike? Uh, I, from what I hear, there were within the ESPN and Speed and so forth. Absolutely. But, but yeah. They yeah. Don't, they oh, that's the card. they. have got to make right. a decision.
2: No fresh shows, only live but stuff. But
3: anyway, hopefully they'll call me and we'll start again. But uh, he hasn't called me yet, so I don't know so, what's going on. At so you...
2: You were you actually wrote for them during the speed weeks, for
3: two weeks of it anyways, you Yeah, said? yeah. I mean, I was putting in little bitty bylines. Well, you've been doing like this for hours. about six months, right? Yeah, I started in June. Yeah. Well, the Tampa and Tribune
2: doesn't ahead. have any money?
3: Well, apparently, I, I now this has come to me way around left field, mm-hmm. but somebody that's close to the Tampa Tribune works there and races at East Bay said that they thought that uh tony fabrizio my boss Mm. and some others were spending an awful lot of money to spend all their time in daytona and go to the nascar races oh yeah i'm sure And so the budget was
2: not left over i'm sure it's a a speed week is a big money week for them because it and so the the money was a big party week for them guys
3: the money wasn't there for us little people did you cover the ice racing
2: over there at all i ain't getting nothing brother you know, that's really, it is, it is. And Bill can attest
0: to this because he's been on both sides of the game. You got these newspaper reporters who, who, they don't give one crap about racing. Oh, it's like year, Let me Let me tell you. If you yeah. Then there's radio guys who don't give a crap about NASCAR. There's people out here doing the internet. Who are only doing the internet. Oh, man. And NASCAR won't give them press credentials, but they give these doo yeah. who could care less, and they go get drunk and party on NASCAR's nickel. Well,
2: yeah,
3: I'm not I,
0: saying that anybody in the Tampa Tribune did that.
3: No, of course not. No, we're but, not sinking out saying, anybody. All,
2: all the media are, But we all like know people is, who do do that. Yeah. We all know, know people. I know the, that. The, that first race I went to at the St. Pete Grand Prix was like that in, in the year 2001. I remember going there with a website, and I would go up and get these interviews with Boris Said and. Oh, with, yeah. With Scott Pruitt and they don't Mario know, Andretti. They don't know the I'd go there and get the I'll interview, see. and then I'd see these groups of guys over there going, all right, now, you you need to go over there and you need to get an interview for him. And he'd be going, <laughs> well, how am I going to get in there and do it and do this or that? Yeah, and that? I'm thinking Into these guys. These guys are getting paid. They went, went getting, to school. Oh, yeah, they're getting yeah. paid. They're journalists and all that, yeah. getting paid over yeah. here. Yeah, just and stuff. they don't know to, to walk up to it's the dude and hi. ask him a question. Yeah, just walk up and say hi. Hey, Boris, who does your hair?
3: He loves to talk about his hair. same guy that
2: does mine. He loves to talk about his hair.
3: But uh, but anyway, it was just and you'll often get over the years past. If East Bay called up and said, "Hey, we got a big late model show coming up. Can you send somebody out?" Well, they might call some beat writer that did food last week right. and send them out there. And so you get you get lost in the shuffle. I got a good they idea. They don't know what they're talking about.
2: I got a good idea. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna send them an email and ask them. You know, um, where their writer was. Where's 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 the writer well, that, that was, was my point. And that's writer? why I was talking to Where's the writer? Where's the writer? Oh, I see. I, I wanted see to, get to see what see. can happen. I wanted to okay. see if I could drum up it's some time. Uh, grassroots effort Yeah, yeah. You know, it's no, time. I, I think
4: I
3: think and that you Jack deserve to
2: talk about it. I think you deserve a job with them, and they got enough money to pay. Because oh, I'm from Tampa, Trust son. Me, they're not I paying me
3: a I mean, I I think I made between. Between writing Stone the answer. article, writing the article, getting all the points together, and of coffee, the, I got like ninety bucks a week. I think.
0: Bill, we brought you in here tonight because we got some pretty big wigs, and it looks like
3: probably. I saw the listing, brother. Thanks for sending me down here on a night when I can actually talk to some people I know. Oh,
0: and we're going to add to the list even. Yeah. Are you? Oh, cool. Yeah, Randy Fox is not on your list.
3: Oh no, no, I haven't talked to Randy in a long time. He'll remember. So me. D-
0: who we have? We have David Wilson, who won uh, again. But it's
3: kids. It's just amazing.
0: David Wilson, well, Scott the Walters. The reason Scott Walters' name is on there is because David, uh, Scott Walters has replaced Dick Anderson as David Wilson's crew chief with Wilson Racing.
3: Well, yeah, but I'm sure Dickie's still hanging around somewhere.
0: No, he's working with other folks. Oh, is he? Yes. Oh, he starting to move yeah, on this he, Scott,
3: he's Scott, got. He's kicked David yeah, on down the road because yeah, yeah, David so feels yeah, good. Yeah.
0: Okay, that's cool. Yeah, Scott Walters is uh, the crew chief now for David Wilson, and it was uh, uh, Scott's first time out as a crew chief. And he got a win. How about that? Cool. So Scott's be to... Not a bad
3: little side gig for Scott.
0: Yep. yep. I see, I you see know, the star,
3: struck, star trucks are still going strong at Auburndale. That's good for them, guys.
0: Yeah, they didn't have but six. But uh, Lily was the fastest of the six. Yeah, and
5: we're
2: going to talk to him. Because you know what they say, don't you?
0: I think they had eight. They might have had eight, but they only—I think they had six. Don't you running. wonder what happened? If you ain't first,
2: those trucks were like
0: really sh- going. Well, right now the fast—I mean, the, the Stars truck deal is trying to get going. They're trying to get this yeah. to roll. I think How about put, that, have bigger How about car put them back,
2: back together again? Oh, we like the Ario.
0: Yeah, uh, well, the, 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 the advance—the advanced Auto Parts uh, fast car deal right now is probably the strongest. Oh yeah. Of the truck deal, I
2: got a good idea for them, Jack. Even some of the fast take all cars these system. trucks. Have it from 14 to 145 years old if you want to race. Well, they just got bit in the butt, though, by some insurance companies. And put and and put them all together. And they either either you've got to carry your thing or you've got to pay the price to get in. Those guys, what are they worried about? I haven't, about if I haven't been well. able to talk to my,
3: the, the guy that used to do K&K insurance that I could talk to and find yeah. out information. He don't do it no more. But um, uh, from what I heard, K&K had made it 16 or above at their tracks, period. No matter, I don't care what class you're in or what rider you bring along. Right. Yeah, so I think it's getting a little tougher for those guys because of the way NASCAR is moving their numbers, trying to get to age 21. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's going to make it tough on the local crowd too. You're going to wind up in legends. Well, longer. I'm in
2: agreement with that. So well, I am too. I mean, in a way. at least 16 years old. So we we Alaska. have
0: multiple truck series, like we're right. saying. Well, we're going to talk to Keith Lilly, who won up at Auburndale in the Stars Truck Series.
3: But we have multiple sprint, sprint car cars series, yeah. too, buddy. I was just fixing to say. And Don Ream doing a great job from what I hear with this checkered flag thing. It's really it's coming along. It's moving and he's, along. He's
2: building it up pretty good. And that's
4: uh, a wingless
3: that's deal.
2: Him. No wings, no fear. Yeah, no yeah.
4: wings. And,
2: uh, I've been on their website. So he's getting he's ready
0: to do his second race.
2: Yeah, and he's, he's got some uh, pre-entries. Uh, he's got pre-entries. We'll he's talk entry, to him got about sponsors. We got, there, yeah. Scott McAllister, he's got a lot to talk
0: about. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, he's going to be in the middle he's of the road. He's cleaning the dirt out of his ears for Beast Space. Yeah, most he's of his
2: still... weekends are going to be in the middle of the roads. So. Did, he, did he get horse uh, during that? Well, maybe we'll find out. Yeah,
3: I think I'm sure they're at the end he probably Well, actually, you got to realize that this past week, when they were supposed to be doing the crate late models, they had problems with the weather, so they only got in a Thursday night run, nothing else. All right? So, Who won? I don't even remember. It was some guy from West Virginia. How I many remember. cars were that? I was going to say eighty that's three, cool. or something like that. Are those the same ones that's that not ran the That's cool storming? that they only ran on Thursday. But no, that's, not out, yeah. that's not what we're oh, talking to Scott about That's not
0: what we're talking about.
3: Oh, they rained out Thursday, ran Friday. No, Scott's
2: got a big night coming up no. Friday. <laughs> no, 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 no. So they they
3: rained out Thursday, ran Friday, and then we're going to do two races, I think, on Saturday and didn't get either one of well, them. There's,
2: there's not going to be 80 cars this weekend, but no.
0: they may have close well, to Well, they may have close to it. I'll tell I talked to Ken Kenny this afternoon, and we're only going to spend... A few minutes with Ken because we're going to do an extended um, interview about the biggest day of his life in the racing world uh, tomorrow night. Okay. Uh, but we're going to spend a little bit of time with him tonight. We'll give people some, a teaser for that one. Yeah, he's got some new announcements. i tease new, it. He's got new news. Uh, Bobby Orr's getting ready to go back racing at Orlando. Jason Schroeder won the uh, mini-cup uh, race at Auburndale. And either he or...
3: did they Did they kick that little Daniel out? Because, I mean, well, no, used to he, win everything.
0: Whoa, whoa, What's going on? No, they didn't kick him out. i just saying he,
3: he outgrew it, probably.
0: Well, you know, those there's all that feuding stuff that goes oh, on. Oh, there's still motor, feuding the, there, too? The feuding that goes Amazing. on in sports.
3: How to destroy Some of these a good series in 60s uh, 60s. You know, and I had lessons. a
0: promoter today ask me about something about <laughs> I'm not going to get into the details, but I had a promoter actually call me up today and uh, ask me, about a pissing contest I'm in with somebody, and I have to explain. You know how aggravating it well, is it when, only be one person. when you have to explain to somebody how you ain't got time for pissing contests, just because somebody else is pissing doesn't mean you're pissing. You know what I'm saying? It I had is, a long talk with him, too.
3: Really? I talked in the door of the uh, media center there at East Bay one night. Good. That's why so, I wasn't in yeah, a hurry to go back after the...
0: Yeah, so, you know, it's like... Uh, I'm glad I we don't have time. all those politics. Yeah, we don't have time for that. So... uh Ken, Kenny, Randy Fox. We're going to talk to Randy. Randy Let's get him yeah. on. Bill, you're going to this love this. Bill, you're going to love this. Awesome tell race tell this em. weekend. It was great. Was it? You
2: know, Charlotte County had nineteen. 19 late models show up. And, oh, that is good. And, uh, you know, the attrition was only about one car per 10 laps. So it was pretty good, you know. Well, and, that's, uh, that's good for no, normal. It, 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 absolutely. Especially in unlimited, limiteds, you know, it it's t- t- tends to be. A lot of times they only have like five, six cars, eight cars finished. This time it's a different story. And usually you lose seven, then you lose
0: four. There was some two, good competition, go though, absolutely. particularly between Randy Fox and Wayne Morris. Wayne Morse. Wayne Morris had a classic. It was a classic. It was one for the classic.
2: Well, Wayne's Wayne's good at all these little short Well, I, I called Wayne to win sitting in the grandstands. Oh, well, me stages. too. I did too. I, I said the 56 is going to win this if the 4 I doesn't the get in before. front of the 96. The because okay? before the, the race. Fox started on the outside front row, and I said, if he doesn't clear this 96 car okay, and get Who's in the ninety six? I don't remember who race. the driver oh. was. Uh, but then there was a fast kid named McLaughlin there. Oh, yeah. that was running. He was really fast. I think he started uh, second row inside.
0: George Morales was on the pole or yeah. out front. So, oh, was he? Yeah, George. Well, that was out George. Front. George, oh, no. had a, George had a flat time. Yeah, he had flat. Oh, it was a night. It was a night of, yeah, of flats. them, them cars yeah, The guy large. that wrote the story for us, uh, uh, Richard Connor, said he had a. It was a great race. Yeah, it was. It, it was a night godfather. of flats.
2: But the, the, the George Morales. The thing, the the thing of the story here is the '56 Wayne Morris. He was a class of the field. Him and Macy had a good run going, and uh, Fox, he kept having issues where he kept having to go to the rear. He had a, uh. he had
0: one of them Pontiac lookalike cars. It had wide track.
2: Uh, you know, uh, it was wide.
0: It, it, they all had problems. There wasn't a car on the track except
2: for Dale Dean breaking in his new brand new. Thank goodness for him there wasn't a scratch on his car. Every other car had something wrong with it. And uh, when the 56 got a flat tire leading the race, okay, Uh-oh. with 25 laps to go, all right, and 25 laps can take a half hour over there at Charlotte sometimes because they run green, you know, so it's good. And uh, so he come out from the back and went on a torrent to go back up to the front. Well, he gets behind Randy. Randy's Again. in third. And uh, uh, inside, outside, inside, outside. And Randy would have good laps where he'd get off the corner real good. And then Wayne, he'd swing wide, try to get under, you know. And it was uh, one of those things, back and forth, back and forth. And... uh Inside, outside. Wayne tried to go outside and uh, ended up getting in the wall a little bit. Ended up breaking a tie rod, I think. And uh, oh, from then on, he was pretty upset with Randy. And dang, uh, dang, dang. after the race, he had something to say to him. But we're going to talk to Randy here. We're going to get him on the phone and uh, we're going to find out from him. Wayne's a little, uh, you know, he gets hot and
3: so forth. But he's a he's a good guy. He's uh, oh here's the, the problem. Mulberry, the Mulberry missiles always been pretty uh, there's the number crazy. Right there. <laughs> oh, he's that's why to... we
2: didn't get Randy on the phone yet because we didn't have the number. Right, there. Number?
3: Well, we've been known to have wrong numbers, but you guys get it straightened out, and we'll take care of it.
4: But,
2: uh, anyways, yeah, it was a good race. It was a good race for sure. What did we end up paying? Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Just wanted. Uh, they had a lot of I, cars. I, that's good. I, I know that. I know that they needed to have. I think twenty-one was what they posted in their drivers' meeting that they talked about. They needed to have twenty-one so what, like cars. Like three grand, five grand. So. No, I think it was maybe twenty-five hundred bucks or something. Oh, okay. that's cool. Yeah.
3: That's good. You might want to turn yourself back on, but okay.
2: That was good. But uh, as far as the uh, other races that went on that night, they got their show done. That's what I wanted to talk about, too, that was a, uh, the rain came early. And uh, it was it was good. They got the show done. Uh, they didn't do driver introductions, you know, so it did keep the show going. They got all their classes in. And let me tell you, Bobby had a stands full of fans there. He's been doing great, man. The people yeah. have been coming. The you know, people have been coming. The drivers have it, but... Um, it's getting better. I think that this week was better telling. I'll, I'll say another thing. Bobby did get his pits uh, made a little bit bigger now. He can really have some big haulers down there. He said that ASA was going to require him to be able to get 35 big rigs down there, and now he can. And uh, Randy Fox, are you on the line with us right now?
6: I'm here, man.
2: All right. Well, let's talk about Randy, the uh, Randy, action Randy. Saturday night. Uh, how'd you do in the race the other night?
6: Well, finished <laughs> up third, then.
2: Finished up third now. Um, That was one of the hardest. I told you after the race, that was the hardest I've ever seen you had to race to finish third.
6: Yeah, I don't know if it's the hardest I ever raced, but it was pretty tough.
2: (laughs) Uh, to, I I hear you wanted to have them, they
3: needed to start paying passing money for passing points. Yeah,
6: yeah. Sometimes I think they just like to see that. I don't
3: know. <laughs> yeah, we got Bill Green in here with us, too. Uh, you remember old Bill Green, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Randy and I have been around for a while. Randy, um, you've been running Charlotte for so long. Is it just? Uh, is it just that much fun, or are you just that good at it? I mean, what is it about you and your cars that when you show up, you're always a threat to win? You come from the back to the front, and... I don't know. They like to mess with you, apparently, and put you back there a few extra times. But uh, it seems like you're always in the hunt.
6: Well, you know, it's, I guess it's my home racetrack. I don't know. You know, it ain't been too long ago. We were up there practicing on a Friday night, and the and, uh, boys, they want to see. Uh, I run a sixteen ten with my eyes shut. I never did even open my eyes for one whole lap, I made it around there. Believe that?
2: <laughs> That's pretty good if your spotter's good. <laughs> Say what? That's the best quote I've ever heard. You're gonna hear it's that now from now up. on on our show.
3: a sixteen dim Say,
2: I want you to say that again. But say, hey, I'm Randy Fox. <laughs> uh,
3: apparently, apparently Wayne tried that on Saturday night. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think
6: the first time I you know, and I never got aggravated with Wayne. It was, you know, hey, racing's racing, and the, you know, uh, so I, you know, you ain't never gonna, you know, you could call Bobby Deal today and ask him. Did I call complaining? So you. I, I rest assured I never have, or or you can call Leroy. In all the years I raced there, I'm you know, hey, what goes around comes around, and I'm a big boy. I can dish it out and take it too, so it don't matter. But hey, we, you know we're we're racing, and I just thought it was a little early in the race. You know, we come off of two, three, or four times. He picks me up, and sets me down, picks me up, and sets me <laughs> down. You know, I mean, hey, I, I knew he was back there. He didn't have to tell me no more.
3: He was <laughs> bump drafting.
6: Then he just eyes in there in, in three, you know, one lap. And then when we was talking about it on the first straightaway, I asked him about that. He said, well, that's the only way I could do it. Well, obviously, that ain't the right way, man. Your car, you got no wheels left on it, so, you know.
2: Yeah, he, he paid the price in, a, in another tire and then paid the price with a... With a tie rod. but uh, yeah. Randy, doesn't that get frustrating, though? It's got to have happened to you
3: over the years that your car is equal with the guy who's in front of you or behind you, and you're just trying to figure out where can I make a move, how can I make a hole, and so you try to bumper it along a little bit and shoehorn them.
6: And you do. You do that very – and I do it. You know, I've done it myself many times, and, hey, i done it Saturday night. So, I mean, there's – you know, you follow and follow, and you know, but it's – you know – Getting in there and, like, bonsaiing somebody and just knocking them around is one thing. But, hey, lift them up, picking them around, you know, trying to just slide them, you know, just, you know use your front bumper, slide across their rear bumper, loosen them up a little bit, and then and then get under them. Hey, and, I mean, if it's going to happen, and it does, that's how that track is raced. I mean, the outside groove is really, you know, for the late models, there just really isn't one out there, you know, yet to be able to get out there and, and make things equal. Uh you know, I don't know. I've always thought they should put a little rosin and stuff in that outside lane and Coke syrup. Get, that, get that lane workable, you know, and try to make a little better racing or more side to side racing. But, uh, you know, hey, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of aggravating to sit there. And it's, you know, you just, and I guess I've learned it with age and so many years of racing there to try to be patient. I mean, that's, you know, probably the roughest race I've had at Pomagorda in, in quite, quite many years because I have learned that you have to have the wheels on it because, I mean, it took me 10 years of knocking them off before I realized
2: I wasn't going to win. So, you know. Well, there's no doubt that um, every car out there, you know, had some kind of issue with it, you know, so uh, normally even a rougher race than what it was, but it was a, a tough race for you from
0: having to go back to the back and then uh, making your way back up there to the front, but fans loved it. Randy, I was going to say, Randy, it may not be, you no know, consolation to you guys, but... Uh, his aggressiveness and uh, your deal there of of uh, dealing with it was uh, the biggest excitement them fans had seen in a while
6: <laughs> yeah it seemed to be that way but you know you, i was you know paying attention to him and, and caught up in the moment myself there you know and then i mean i realized that they were there and and uh, you know you can you hear you know i heard people Hollering at him, and you know, um, nodding, you know, <laughs> the I,
2: cop was right there though. It was funny that yeah, whole
6: thing. yeah, it, 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 he was there. My boys was there. I was. <laughs> yeah, it is
3: kind of your track, not his kind of thing. If you're at Auburndale, it's a different story.
6: Yeah, when when uh, you know under caution, when he started running around there trying to run into my car and stuff like that. Now, you know, I probably would have had more to say about that than than but nobody gave us time. And you know, it's sometimes, you know, it's me and Franklin's had our run-ins. Me and Winchell, oh, we've all had them. You know, hey. Tuesday or Wednesday, we'll usually call each other and talk to each other and, and you know, straighten it out. And Wayne just asked me there to start face line. He said, Are you mad at me? He said, I thought we were friends. I said, No, I'm not mad at you. You seem to be mad at me. So,
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so has he called you yet?
6: No.
0: No, he'll no. It's Randy, only Monday. It's Bill, only Monday. Bill, Rand, this is Randy said to him, He said, He he hit me so hard, it knocked the steering wheel right out of my hands. <laughs>
6: well, that's lie. it did on the back straightaway. I mean, uh, I just uh, didn't want him to think that I just. Just drove him in the fence back there because that ain't what happened. But, I mean, you know, hey, when we come up off a of two, he he hooked my right rear right there. And I'm not saying he was trying to put me in the fence either, but I'm not saying he wasn't either, you know. So, I mean, I had him on the outside of me where I wanted him. I mean, once he jacked me up after he got back to me, after we both came back through the pack, when he jacked me up and – uh and then uh, I got him on the outside of me. I mean, I slowed down on purpose to keep him out there, you know. I mean, I wanted, hey, if I got you out there where I can see you,
3: we can ride out there, five, six, seven, ten.
6: 6, <laughs> 7, <laughs> That's right. I
3: don't care. Hey, listen, Randy, let me take you outside off the track surface a little bit. You've been there long enough to give us a real good view now of Bobby Deal, his operations, all the guys that have gone down the road before trying to run this track and do such a great job. How do you feel about Charlotte County Speedway and, and the way things are progressing?
6: You know what, I man? Let me tell you something. Charlotte County Speedway is my home racetrack. I love that racetrack. I love the fans. I love the people. You know, I think Leroy done a great job when he was there. Uh, and you know what? And I think Bobby's done the best he can do. I, I, and I think he's done a good job. I really do. I, I think he's try, tried. I mean, you know what? I, I don't think just uh, you know running the truck series and and um, you know doing the, doing what he did there, just running a, a traveling series. I don't think. I think it's probably a lot different to run the day-to-day operations of a racetrack than than he thought it was going to be. I mean, there's so many people with so many opinions, and and you know, and he's talked to me about you know getting a board together and talking, and you know, but I mean, I've been involved in that stuff with other racetracks, and you know, most of the people that you'll set up to have a a board with or to talk with, they're not interested, they're really, not that interested in the racetrack itself. They they got their own. uh their own agenda, know, what should go on. They got their own agenda, so that, that's what they're interested in talking about. They want, you know, no matter what is good for them that particular year. That's that's the way they lean towards. And I mean, if they had objective people to talk and and somebody with input that maybe used to race and don't race no more. I don't know. You know, I mean, I know it's got to be a tough job. And and actually, I think they, he's got a heck of a crowd there. That and that racetrack, and I've traveled all over Florida and to the United States racing. But I'm telling you, on a Week to week basis, I look at the grandstands and the pits and, and I, you know, that place has got a lot of people in it. I, you know, I, I, I'm not very happy with that $30 pit gate thing. I don't think <laughs> that was the right move with this economy being what it is. <clears throat> I'm just afraid that that's probably going to hurt the speedway in the long run because I mean, I, there's a couple guys I talked to this weekend. I know they didn't come just because they couldn't afford to come. And I have, uh, Hey, I have people that, you know, when you tell them it's 30 bucks to get in, man, they say, man, we can't afford to do that. You know, I'm just saying in this economy, you know, maybe a year ago when the economy was really, you know, pretty good and, and people, you know, had more money, but I mean, I, I think money's tighter than that right now. So, I, I mean, I, I question that move there. I just think the pits would have more people in it.
3: I love talking to you because you. With that,
6: you with, that, with that pit gate. So,
3: one thing leads to another. And now my next question is you kind of said it there, but you went by it real quick. How much longer will we see Randy Fox in a car? Oh well, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> How did he
2: segue into that?
3: He did. He said something about <laughs> people that retire and go on to oh, help oh, the track. Oh. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So you're going to be the race director? Is that what you're saying? That's I was going to ask.
6: Won five championships there, so I think I'll wait till I win seven, and then maybe I'll think about it.
0: You've won five?
6: Yeah, I think I won five over the years, and uh, I think uh, when I if I get to seven, maybe I'll think about it. I mean, you know, hey, I'm grooming Patrick
0: you got some protege. I was going to say, you got yeah, some protege coming along.
6: With Patrick, if I could get, you know, and I love to go with him, man. I, there's nothing I love better than to go racing with him. He's so young, and they're so energetic, and, and there's definitely something to be said about you. It's
0: so, really, you know. Yeah. You know. It is cool to see uh, your, yourself and, uh, like, Billy Bigley and some of the other guys bringing their kids out. It's really cool yeah. to see that. Yeah, mine's just got to grow <laughs> up.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i got a grandson that's four, I'm going to start him at go-karts here just in a couple of months and get him going. And, uh, hey, man, I'll tell you, you know, then I may think about it, you know.
2: Hey, so, Randy, uh, let me ask you about the go-karts. Uh, you know, Bobby's got the go-kart deal going back. Uh, are you going to help him out with that maybe? Have you talked I to him mean, a little I'd,
6: bit? I'd love to. I mean, I, you know, that would – you yeah. know, I, I did see something about that on the Internet, but I haven't had a chance to talk to him about any of it. But, you know, I'm interested in that because I want to put my grants sure. there. And I, I think it would be a great way to get him started and – and uh, and go for there. And I mean, you know what? That's my home racetrack. I'll always do anything and support it any way that I can, and and help it in any way that I can. So uh, I mean, and, and that's,
2: great. Me. that's great. That's great to hear.
6: Feel about it, so.
2: And a lot of the racers that are from there or from here have, have been racing. Uh, feel the same way, and it's great to hear that. And uh, Linda, if you're listening out there, make sure you tell Bobby to get a hold of Randy uh, for this go kart stuff. You know, the first uh, race I think was Sunday. I don't know what happened with it. I haven't heard from Bobby. Nobody's heard from Bobby, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, it's good to hear. Thank you, Randy, for your time. Uh, appreciate the good race you put on the other night, um, and uh, I'm glad everything's okay.
6: <laughs> okay, man. Well, I appreciate appreciate you guys calling. Thanks, Thanks Randy.
2: Congratulations, Randy.
4: Great race. I want to
6: say one more word before I hang up. Uh, Go ahead. I talked to Jason Boyd today about his dad died Monday, and uh, Jason, was you know, back in a few years ago, we raced a lot of hard laps together, and. I really like Jason and Dennis, and I was really sorry to hear that, and I hope everybody knows about it.
4: Yeah,
3: yeah, they All do, right. and it's, it's a, that's a lot that Boyd family's been through, so yeah. will you send out our condolences?
4: Yeah. 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 And, uh...
6: Uh, but uh, I did talk to Jason today, and he's doing okay, and I didn't even know about it till Thursday evening, and uh, then it was late. And, but I just got a chance to talk to him today, and I really like Dennis. I respect those guys a lot. and He's done a lot for the racer. Right, and you know they. I just like to just to say that you know just to mention that. Okay, I
2: appreciate see. it, Randy.
0: Thanks, Randy. Right. Take care, Thanks, buddy. buddy. Right. Yes, it cool. uh, was a great loss for racing with it's, the boys. And speaking yeah. of that, we're going to go to break right now, and uh, during this break, we have a uh, a clip from uh, our buddies over at the trackside tonight, who also do a show on Monday night, eight to nine. Uh, Randy Dye and Joe Lineberry and the guys, and uh, we're going to play a little piece from their show last week about Dennis Boyd. How's that?
7: All right. We'll be right back. Alongside Joe Lineberry and Randy Dye. Coming back from the break, usually what we like to do, come back from the break, or we have the last few times we've had a a loss in the racing community. We'd like to, I know for amongst myself, as being a friend of Jason Boyd and the Boyd family, we'd like to uh, send our condolences to the Boyd family on the loss of Dennis Boyd yesterday. Uh, from Boyd Racing Engines, and I know, Randy, you probably know me a little better than most of us, but uh, being a competitor, uh, when I was helping out the Lawrences and racing against Jason Boyd, and I know last year he lost his mom, and coming from somebody that lost their dad two years ago or last season, uh, it's a very hard thing, and I just want to tell Jason that my thoughts are with him and his brother.
8: Definitely. You know, Dennis Boyd, uh, I never raced uh, a Dennis Boyd engine in my car, but I raced against them many of them, yeah, you and, hear uh, about them just how tough they whoa, are, and you see uh, really tough, and Usually you know when
7: they went around you, they was pretty quick,
8: yeah, uh, all the time you know he well he he just built some good stuff, and Dennis was a uh, you know he was a a real gentleman uh you know i uh I, I can't say i i never ever one time ever had a conflict with dennis boyd and and uh he was always kind and always polite and always courteous and and even always said hello. He was just a good guy, Yep. In even, just period.
7: Even if you had a conflict at one time or another with Jason,
8: Dennis well, okay, was always... everybody had a conflict yeah, with yeah, Jason at one I, time. You know, and I
7: that. don't want to say... What I'm saying is even if you did have a conflict with Jason, Dennis was always on the on the neutral side he of was, it every yeah. time. You know, and, he, and he'd always come to you and he would always say something. And, you know, I, I mean, I, I this is a bad time for the Boyd family. And I just well, I, I, think,
8: I think Dennis... Had the ability to separate racing from from life, yeah. and uh, you know, and and for for Dennis, racing was a way of life, yeah. but it wasn't life. He, he's one of uh, just a few
6: guys I was able to just jam a microphone right into his face, and no matter what happened, Jason's sitting there with a used up car, Dennis thrashing trying to get it fixed, and I'm, I want an interview from anybody. The man would always stop what he's doing and talk to me, yeah. always.
8: Yeah, it's a sad time, and I, and and even though as you know lots of people have had a conflict at time or another with, with Jason this is certainly not the time for conflict this is the, this is the time to embrace him and Indeed. and and pray for their family and and uh, you know just just remember them with all good good thoughts and anything else that you can do for them. so really, no, I'm glad you brought that up sure Randy when you start racing are you going to open up the season <laughs> PowerMaster is your ASA series sponsor for the
7: XS Power batteries. PowerMaster is pleased to announce the introduction of the XS Power series of batteries, XX Power batteries for racing applications, and batteries for your car audio applications. 12-volt batteries for street machines, street rods, off-road vehicles, and even motorcycles. Excess Power batteries means 30% more power and no battery spilling. PowerMaster also carries your starters and alternators. Visit us on the web at www.powermastermotorsports.com.
9: Hi, this is David Strimmey, driver of the Atrius Holmes number 64 car for Rusty Wallace. And you're listening to Real Racing USA with Bill Green, Jack Smith, and Rick Angies.
0: Are you ready to win? If so, it's time to move up to 5 Star Race Car Bodies. 5 Star Race Car Bodies, designs and manufactures the highest quality race car body components. Short tracks, drag strips, road courses, and even in the desert, 5 Star has one driving passion, to help you win. 5 Star Race Bodies, designs and manufactures for NASCAR, Grand Am, NHRA, IHRA, SCCA, Short Track Asphalt, Short Track Dirt, USAC, USAR, Hooters Pro Cup, and the ASA Late Model Series. Find out more today. starbodies.com
10: Me. Oh, away, baby.
2: Twisted I hit the on
11: full uh, up full
0: button. P- Jeez. Up button when I should.
2: I, I was down. trying to say. And we was
11: upgraded song. the music. <laughs> oh. You're back
2: with Inside Florida Racing. Uh, Bill Green with the uh, Bonehead here, Rob Elting, and uh, Jack's in the house with us. Jack's and, playing uh, producer as best he we've can. We've got David Wilson on the phone. Uh, what's up, Mr. David Wilson?
9: Uh, nothing much. Just finished watching the video of my race. Oh, yeah? How was it? <laughs> uh, it was pretty good, actually. Let me Does it
2: look as good from outside as it did inside?
9: Actually, it was, uh, it was pretty much great all around. And uh, we're talking cool. about
2: which race, the icebreaker?
9: Icebreaker, correct. Is well, that the, the
2: first time that you've gotten to sit back and watch it since it happened?
9: No, I watched it at, like, 11 o'clock last night. I...
3: Was there any point in that race that you thought, uh-oh, I'm going to lose this in the end?
9: On lap 124 when there was a caution. Uh-oh. And uh, Schofield was behind me, I thought... Well, I was like, if he doesn't bump me, I'm gonna be disappointed in him because that's not Jeff Schofield if he doesn't. But um.
3: Yeah, he was yeah. back in his '07 car, right?
9: Yeah, he's in the 07 car.
3: Choquette was in the '96 or something I heard. '92,
9: so. yeah, Dick's car.
3: '92. Wow. So, man, uh, this Bill Green, uh, I'm, I don't know. I called your races before you were, you know, old enough to shave for sure, <laughs> and uh, a lot of other things. But it's really been cool, man, to look back and watch. How you and a lot of the guys who came to the Fast Series and so forth have moved up and done so well.
0: Well, Bill, you don't know. Oh, I Listen, listen. He became the youngest racer ever to win the Icebreaker
9: Saturday.
3: Oh, no doubt.
0: How old are you now, anyway? Let me ask.
9: What's How old am I now?
0: Yeah,
3: how old are you now?
9: I am 18. I'll be 19 April
3: 15th. Okay, so you're coming up on it.
9: Wow. Any of them guys, any kids want to beat that record, they better get on it. Yeah, yeah, he beat
0: beat BJ by about eight months or something like
3: that. That's cool. Yeah.
9: yeah. Well,
0: that's cool. But, man, you've done a lot of racing
3: in the last six or seven years.
9: Um, Well, actually, I started racing when I was eight. and um, Where at? Bradenton uh, and go-karts.
3: Oh, okay. But when did you get into full-size cars or trucks or whatever?
9: Until I was 16. uh, Oh, really? Two and a half, three years ago. This will well, be my third season in uh, uh, my, my what is this
0: third or? Yeah, you're going on your
3: fourth, I would think.
9: Yeah.
0: Well, in, in, at the end of 2006, in the very last race of the All-American Challenge Series at DeSoto, uh, David, you won uh, that race, and that was your first big race out there to win. And uh, then you went on the ASA tour, the ASA late model tour last year, and you had uh, what could, uh, I guess, politely be called a rocky year. <laughs> A rough start.
9: Yeah, definitely. We, uh, <laughs>
3: what seemed to be the hardest part of that? What was it about the ASA and that traveling that really got you guys? What's that? What what seemed to be the hardest part of jumping into that series and having so much, you know, issues or troubles along the way?
9: Uh, there was really I mean, there was no nothing hard about uh jumping into the series or the series itself. It was just try drive, some driver error and bad luck last year, but that's uh that's in the past. We closed that chapter. <laughs> we're on the new year. We don't even think about that.
3: Well, that's good.
9: Yeah, that was horrible. We learned from it last year, and we're not going back there. Rob, Rob, what do you think
0: about this? He's got he he went from Dick Anderson as his crew chief to Scott Walters now.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, it sounds like he's always got good people in in his ear. You know, no matter what,
9: my dad's always made sure I've had the best of everything. So
2: now, I imagine
3: Scott's putting a, not a lot of pressure on you, but he's sure letting you know that he expects some results.
9: Oh, yeah, Scott, Scott's a great great guy. I'm happy to be with him. I've raced with him uh, two years prior to this, so I've known Scott, and we've we respected each other. We've raced clean and had some great races, and we actually uh, teamed up for an ASA race in Bristol, so I've known Scott for uh, quite a bit. He is my crew chief, and um, we get along great. I mean, uh, I mean, great, great chemistry. Um, I go down and uh, work on the cars down in Naples every now and then and stay over, and uh, we... Um, we talk a lot and talk about our goals, which are our goals to win the championship at Soto this year. And uh, just a he's just a great person. I'm, I'm really happy to be with him. You still living in Bartow? No, I never lived in Barto. Where are you living? Sarasota.
3: <laughs> okay, so you're outside of Sarasota. That's the
2: same difference to Bill Green.
3: He's... Yeah, it's all close enough to meet me on a day's drive. Yeah. No, I wasn't sure how far you were from uh, Naples, or or four miles or wherever you're going to see the cars? You yeah, said. It's,
9: it's about an hour and 30. To, oh, okay. Two hours. Well, that's not bad. South.
3: Well, that's good because you can be involved because there's a lot of drivers that, unfortunately, are just far enough away from where their vehicles are being kept or housed that they don't, they have trouble getting there and being in the shop, but they get to see the car at the
4: racetrack.
9: Yeah, that's a good thing. I um yeah. I work for my dad, and I take online classes in school, so I can do them at my own convenience. I don't have to go to the campus, but I'm still enrolled in a university, and... um. Working for my dad. I got a workout program going on with a trainer. and um, Very good. Uh, working out. I actually gained 18 pounds in 18 days. so I'm 140 pounds now, which is a big difference for me. It's most of ever weighed my life. So,
2: Who does your website?
9: Who does my website? Well, right now, no one. We are uh, just getting it back together up and running.
2: Because I'm sitting here reading it. It's a little
9: outdated. Jack made the website for us. Oh, did he? Yeah. Uh, what, uh. Uh, I mean I told Jack I'd take care of it, but there's really nothing to <laughs> write about last year, so
0: Yeah, you, there was that's what I was getting at. That Rocky stuff wasn't easy to write
9: about. No, it really wasn't. I mean that's you know, why I, I would have just had to post DNS DNF.
2: That's <laughs> why there's David, nothing about me on there. David David <laughs> we've he
0: learned well. If you don't have nothing good to say, don't yeah, say it. Yeah, exactly. About. David, we've we've talked many times and of course you've been on, on many of our shows, the ASA uh, Fastlane Show and so forth, and but you have We've never brought this up. You have one of the more interesting uh, sidelines, and it's related to what your dad does with, with you, the business that you're in. Tell us about your fossil hunting stuff. This is pretty cool.
9: Uh, oh, our, our our bone digging? Yeah,
0: your bone dad, digging, man. Digging up bones.
9: Spend some time. You know, like, I work for my dad, and, um, you know, so I see him a lot. And at home, he's always working also so I can race, so I really... We don't really get to see each other outside. And if we're not there, we're at the racetrack where, you know, we're all racing. So the only really great, yeah, the only great family time uh, we get is when me and him go fossil hunting. So, uh, go digging. Uh, what's that?
0: Go digging. What What are some, I mean, since you're in the excavating business, it makes sense. But what are some of the things that you've run across?
9: Uh, let's see, me and my dad together and uh, my brother dug up a uh, Colombian mammoth. Uh, found some tusks. I mean, um, we we really enjoy this a lot. I mean, uh, are these things that
3: you out. do and then you pass on to like museums and/or schools? Uh, uh, my dad schools?
9: donates it all in museums. Oh, cool. Yeah, he's found um, Real cool. saber cat skull and tusks, uh, American crocodile that uh, would have found the whole thing would have been sixty feet long, because you know if you measure the nose to the eyes of an alligator or crocodile, that's how long its body is. You know, so yeah, uh, this thing, I did the math on that and uh, would have been 60 feet long, that crocodile.
3: Do other experts call you guys in to find things or help them dig things no. on out once they find it?
9: My dad considered himself an amateur. I consider him a pro, though. But uh, when when construction companies are digging and they find something big, uh, everyone knows to call the bone man, <laughs> call himself Indiana Wilson. Oh,
0: is that right? Uh, thank you, David. Yeah, we thank like you. That part. I won't forget that one. Thank you. There's old Indiana Wilson's <laughs> boy right there. Yeah,
9: he can walk all the way under that, man. <laughs> is, is
0: that in Southwest Florida, or is it all over? The-
9: um, really, most he's found a lot in Manatee County, Bradenton. Uh, you know, basically anywhere he does a job, he'll find something. He knows what kind of dirt. How's fossils? What kind of you know where they are in the ground, layers and stuff.
3: Archaeology, pretty cool thing.
9: But he, he has gone all over the country. He's gone to uh, Nebraska, uh, South Dakota, fossilized in the Badlands. Um, he's he's done a lot.
0: That's pretty cool. So how excited are you working with Scott? What do you guys look forward to the rest of the year?
9: I am extremely excited working with Scott. I mean, uh, like I said, we've known each other for two years and. Um, him and I both uh, we love going to races, and uh, our favorite part of the racetrack is just hanging out with your friends at the races, and uh, we love doing that. So um, I'm excited to work with him. I mean, <clears throat> him and I are together as a team. I think are great because when uh, I don't understand all the time, like how what a car is doing or how you know how to react, because I'm still new at this. So when I have a question, I'm not afraid to ask. Scott, I'm like, Scott, get in the, can you get in the car for me? And if he goes faster than me, then so be it. I guess we'll have him race it. But if not, then uh, I have him get in, and he's like, you know, hopefully he can pick up. I'm like, is there anything I'm overlooking about the car, a little a little snug or something that I can't pick out yet? And he said uh, I had him get in there Friday night after we practiced all day, throwing all kinds of stuff at that car. And um, he said that I didn't look, overlook anything, and I gave, gave great feedback and, uh, the car is race ready and it definitely was race ready.
3: No doubt. Hey, listen, uh, one thing, what is it that your dad has instilled in you or taught you over the years that you try to fall back on and remember, uh, something that he's, uh, put into your head, so to speak about racing and how to go about doing this business.
9: Actually, my dad instills a lot into me, whether, uh, whether I choose to listen or not It's different, but he, he instills a lot into me. And, um, there's, uh, about every day I learn something new from him and, uh, Let's see, we got, um, normally I have to go to school and get a degree in case anything happens in uh, racing, or if it doesn't work out, you have a degree in uh, college. And um, other than that, you know, I just um uh, in my dad's business just in case. You never know what ha- what might happen. So
2: It's always good to have an occupation. Oh, yeah, you need to know how to drive yeah. that, uh, you know, dozer and...
9: Yeah, and there's one thing. It's not called driving. It's called operating. I learned that too. Yeah, well,
2: that's because they go so slow.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I come from a family of farmers,
2: so
9: operating machines it's tough. All right,
0: David. David, I gotta tell you, man, your time's up. We gotta move on to your crew chief. He's waiting our call. Scott's waiting. That's right. We're gonna find out the real skinny. We're gonna We're gonna gonna find out the real story. Can I
9: talk to him too at the same time? or no? (laughs)
0: Well, yeah, I guess if you hang on, uh, maybe we can hook that up. We'll hang see on. what we can do. Oh, at the same time. All right, we're going to go to a break, and then we'll be right back. Okay. Works
3: for us, I guess. We can't talk to him while you're calling.
0: Well, actually, you can't. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we to could. Pick, pick Rob's brain. Yeah. Well, well
2: uh, go ahead. Pick, pick my brain. It won't take you long. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: all the tracks that you've gotten to go to and travel to with this light model deal. Uh, which seems to be the ones that you kind of took to real well and you seem to like real well. Now, I know you're going to run DeSoto all year, but what are the other tracks outside maybe the state even that you really liked?
2: He Hello? can't hear you. I don't think he can Jack hear you. Jack turned He's him on off. Hold. No, he has to be on hold, I think. Oh, he is on hold. I'm yeah, sorry. He's on hold. Well, I didn't want to pick your brain I wanted to talk to yeah, him. Yeah, I, I, I was, was wondering. It? I was to say, I'm not going to say that. I was him. confused. If I go racing anywhere, it's just going to be in Charlotte County. That was a promotional screw-up right there because oh, I didn't hear you good. I'm sorry. That's Dude.
3: how long it's been since I've been in the studio that you got to turn him
2: off, to. not Well, you can know. Can he still hear us? I, I, if he's on hold? I can't remember. Well, I hope he can. If he's listening to his computer, he probably can. Man. Anyways, right, uh, anyway, uh, anyway, we're getting David. Scott Walters on. To talk with David Wilson at the same time with technology. How how big is the icebreaker? If you win the icebreaker, uh, is it that big? I mean, it's just one of those notches that you can put up. It's a big trophy they always give, and uh, it's a recognition more of a race than... For a kid uh, his age, it's probably... uh, No, it's great. The icebreaker's been going for a long time, so it's... Next up, the Governor's Cup kind of thing? uh, It's probably right in there. I mean, each track has their own deal that they do, so... uh, What do you think, Scott? Where do you put the icebreaker in... uh, in the mix of, uh, say, a Governor's Cup or whatever?
12: Well, oh, I think it has to rank, you know, right, with the Governor's Cup. You know, Leroy Porter has done a lot for the racing community, and he's a hard racer. and Everybody looks up to Leroy, and I'm and, uh, just glad to be a part of it. I raced it for about two or three years myself, and uh, this year I was able to help the kid there get his first uh, icebreaker win.
2: Well, the kid's still with us, I hope. Yes. Yes, he's supposed to be there. David, are you there?
9: Yeah, I'm there. Can you hear me?
2: All right works. Scott, could you hear him?
4: I can hear him, yes.
9: yeah. Yeah, oh,
2: he he wanted to make sure that he was on at the same time as you, scott because he didn't want you to say anything <laughs> he bad wanted to about him. himself
3: when you yeah, say exactly.
12: something about it. Yeah, him. you didn't want me to uh, say anything bad, I got you.
2: So tell us what you see, Scott, in this young man.
12: Well I mean, if I did yeah, if I didn't see a lot of talent in David I wouldn't, you know, be interested in, in uh helping him out. But uh he uh like you said earlier we've been friends for the last couple of years and uh as someone that's hungry to race and want to win races and uh, that makes my job a little bit easier you know last year actually David and his dad and I we sat down and a lot of times when you go out traveling on the road you lose a lot of confidence and you sometimes you just have to come back home and get the confidence back in you that you need to win these races because the super late Model division is very tough so so far so good
3: well now Scott uh, you I can't remember off the top of my head. Is this the first time you've taken on this kind of a role with a, a younger racer, or you've touched a few other lives along the way, kind of helped them get started for a little bit? I believe at local tracks and stuff. But have you done it this deep and gone this much into it?
12: No, this is actually my first full time deal as a crew chief. You know, I've always been a guy that likes to help. You know, all ages of drivers uh, get around the racetrack, uh, but to be able to, you know, get with Don and David Wilson uh, is very, you know, very exciting. It's a different challenge for myself. Looking forward to it. Uh, it keeps me involved in racing. And maybe, uh, you know, once David gets up and going good and strong, that uh, I can take my car out and play just a little bit also.
3: That's my next question was going to be. Do we do we look at this as the end of your racing career, so to speak, and you'll pick up another youngster somewhere down the road, or you think you'll go back to racing before you do it again?
12: Uh, I'd probably go back to racing. Uh, You know, once a driver, it's so hard to give up that passion. Uh, But as long as you're involved and you're helping somebody and they're just as hungry as you are, uh, that just kind of makes things go a little bit easier. So uh, as long as Dave and I get along, and I know we're going to have ups and downs, that's part of racing. As long as we can work through all that, I'll see uh, nothing but good things to come.
2: Well, what about driving styles? Do you know how that can be? Uh, does he have a similar driving style to you that makes it easier for you to be able to transcribe things to him?
12: Uh, well, the main thing, uh, my driving style is very, uh, very low key. Uh, I'm always there at the end. I don't like to be very aggressive. I know how to save my tires, save my car. Because the only way you can win races, you have to be there at the end. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've been talking to David about. Uh, I've seen a lot of nice moves that he made Saturday night Uh, when it was time to go he was able to push the button and go so uh, just being able to see that um, does a lot for his driving so um, just keeping him under control and and keeping him focused is is my main goal this year.
2: So has that been a problem uh, for him and uh, maybe in some of these past races uh, maybe being a little bit too keyed up too early in the race and and not being there at the end, ultimately?
12: Yeah, very possible. I mean, but that's just that's an age thing until you experience it. Sure. You really don't understand, you know, what it takes to get from lap one to lap 125.
9: That's definitely true. Yeah.
12: I was in his ear all night, Saturday night, just <laughs> keeping him calm and keeping him focused. And just doing that, uh, I think, helped us be able to save the car, to get around Schofield, take the lead, and then just drive the car at a nice, steady pace, and he was able to you know pick up
4: the victory.
3: Scott, what was it like those last few laps, knowing that you had the opportunity to win the Icebreaker with this young man and you were acting as the crew chief, not the driver of this car? Uh, how excited were you in that instance?
12: I, I was very, very excited. You know, I mean, Jeff Schofield is a very, very tough driver, very good racer, and when we was able to pass him on the outside and I could see that the car was just as good, lap 83 or 85 as it was, lap 1 or 2, I knew that if we could just stay out of trouble and the lap cars treated us just right, we could win that race, and uh, that's what happened.
3: Hey, David, what were some of the things that Scott told you during that final caution that you were so worried about Schofield being
9: behind you? Mm, I don't know. Scott told me a bunch. (laughs) Let's see. He told me that... uh,
3: Scott, what were you saying to him? You remember?
12: Well, he was... He got on the radio and said, well, I can't believe that, you know, I'm leading this race, and I got Jeff Stuhlfield. Yeah, I, yeah, you got Jeff Stuhlfield behind me. I, said, I said, look, uh, and David just got a brand-new helmet. And it's a black helmet, just like all of us wear. And I said, look, Stuhlcote has a black helmet just like you. You know, don't worry about him. Just it you just pay attention. Yeah,
9: that's, he did say that, Scott. I <laughs> remember that, yeah. <laughs>
12: to the flag man, and,
9: and do your job, and 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 everything will work out just fine. Yeah, you're like, he has a black helmet just like you. He's just another driver. That ain't no one behind you.
2: There you go. Yep, and if you wanted the same hairdo as him, it would be easy for you to do yours the same way.
9: <laughs> <laughs> That's right.
2: All right, got to go, guys. Uh, good luck. Uh, I hope everything works out with you, Scott, with uh, David there. And uh, you're in good hands, David. Scott's been around. He knows how to get around these tracks. And uh, if you take a little bit of a listen, listen to that patience factor, uh time you run 125 laps, you can do all the crazy stuff in the last ten.
3: That's right. Yeah, David, it's uh, great for you to hang on there with us. We appreciate it, man. It's going to be great watching your uh, career grow, and I know you're going to now that you've got uh, such a great mentor and stuff and you've had such a good start to things. So, Scott, thanks so much for uh, helping one of our locals uh, make it to the next level, hopefully.
12: Well, I appreciate that. Thanks for uh, having me on tonight, and uh, I'd just like to thank David and Don for giving me this opportunity. Thank you, right. Scott, for helping us. Hey, no problem. No problem. Thanks, All right. David. Bye, guys. You guys take it easy. All right. Bye, right. See you guys. Bye.
2: All right, there you have it. Uh, sounds like a good conversation. Cool when they get to talk to each other. Scott
0: Walters and David Wilson. That's cool when they get to talk to each other like that, though. So really uh, before is. we go to break, guys, um, and we're coming back with uh, Don Reams from the. Uh, you got it, Don Reams from the uh, Big Daddy Don Ream, Sprint Car, uh, Checker Flag Sprint Cars. We got Keith Will- Lilly Jr., Scott McAllister, Jason Schroeder, Bobby Orr, and the one and only Ken Kenny.
2: You know what we're going to be talking about with Don Ream, don't you? Oh God, who knows the but, wild
0: child. But you know tonight. <laughs> Our show was not produced by our producer. Uh-oh. That's because he's on strike. No, that's because Carol Wicks is in the hospital. Oh, yeah. She's so still in the hospital. Oh, is she? She is yeah, still, in uh, still in the hospital. She's still in the hospital. You guys
2: get by and see her. I talked to her, her the other day, and uh, she, she's, she, seems, out she seems to be doing well. Um, she just hates being locked up in there, but she needs to stay in there so she can get well. That's been the problem. She's had this chronic pneumonia for a uh, long, long, long time, and... Uh, I think she's finally going to be able to get rid of it. She says that she caught it from some of the guys at the reunion, is what she told me. Oh well, that's because she kissed. Well, so they much. did that have, a, they did had have be a a reunion four years ago. Well, they did anybody. have a that's bunch a of people sick there, that's for yeah, sure.
0: That's and Cece Brooks isn't here tonight with us. I don't know what's going. Your on. Your regular co-host, because she too is down. I talked to her this afternoon. She's down with the flu. Bill Green comes crippling in here, spreading germs. Cece
2: may not be at work tomorrow. Then that That's means right. that she, I won't have my producer for my show tomorrow. She's oh.
0: got to go in to do the music and get the music prepared. And uh, she said that, but uh, get well soon, so girls. They'll have to get well. I can yeah, we can't. We, we have to. We have. We can't do this. We can have Friday. That's right. Ocala. Friday, yeah, Friday Ocala, Ocala. You guys are going to blow more. Which we're going to talk about here in a little bit. Now, Don Neron has a new gig in town. Mm-hmm. Got to mention that. We can't. Starting this Don week. Don Neron. Oh, yeah. See, Bill, you got to He's, he's the, the king of his I'm, own race I saw now. that. Post. He is not operating out of a suitcase I, no more. Yeah, right. Remember he, the Bobby Deal thing, the suitcase. I Yeah, he's I not know. operating. He's taken over at Columbia. He and Sandy are. uh yeah, Sandy Sandy's pulling that horse real hard there. Are,
2: uh, <laughs> yeah, Don's she's, up there working. She's always working It took hard. him a while, but he
0: finally got back to back to the roots there. <sighs> exactly.
2: Finally got that racetrack.
0: So uh, Don's up there working hard to get col- the, what's the Columbia last Columbia track he owned. Anybody remember?
2: Tampa at uh,
0: Golden Gate Speedway.
3: No, no, no. I, mean, I thought he had he had a he had a vested interest in uh, Auburndale and USA. Oh, remember I don't that? know anything
2: yeah. about that. USA. USA. He was just an advisor.
0: Of then, the, <laughs> then it was Lakeland Speedway. So that's coming up this weekend. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on. I mean, not to mention Ocala. We ain't even got to the Ocala deal yet.
3: Yeah, Ocala's going to be awesome for you guys.
0: And uh, we're going to have fun. You know, I don't know if I should mention this or not, but I'm just going to leave it at this. Rusty Marcus is not leaving us. Um, and we'll just leave it at that. Uh, that's you a, can't get rid of the Rusty. Carnac crystal ball says that. Nobody, Rusty's not going anywhere.
3: It's like you could. It's like uh, you know, taking a grasshopper and throwing him. He's
0: going to land on his feet and hop right back at you. I hope so. Now this week coming up, guys, we got to get. We've, I've started to send emails around, and we're, we're waiting for some responses back. This is the final week for the February decision on who the inside Florida racing driver of the month the pandora jeweler's driver of the month wow is.
3: I, I mean i yeah. think uh, we've talked to one or two already tonight even that could be in that category
0: you know you know is a, a lot of uh but this month's going to be a little diff- different different uh, than last difficult. month. You talking about for the driver of the month? The Pandora Jewelers yeah. driver of the month. It well that means month. that somebody's Jeff. Just-
2: Thank you I started to yeah. say if you didn't pick
3: Jeff, you guys weren't paying attention. <laughs> yes. What was going on? Was- yeah,
2: <laughs> I'm I'm preoccupied over here by the uh by the uh list of entries for the wingless sprint race that's coming up at uh well they'll keep growing. We need to get Donald
3: Well, why don't we uh,
0: why don't uh- why don't we do that? Let's take it very quick we'll be right back. With
3: we'll you. be right back after these messages from our sponsors or people we like.
0: The following is a presentation of Real Racing USA. This is Joe Irwin. And this is Wayne Jefferson. From Jefferson Irwin Racing. And
9: you're listening to Real Racing USA. Do you need to raise your land and business to new heights? Then you need to call Evergreen Development and Construction. They do it all, from land development,
0: construction, drainage, excavating, site prep, and even environmental projects. No job is too big for Evergreen Development and Construction. Give them a call at 813-478-8847. And don't forget to check out the late model Evergreen Development Construction race team. They'll be at a track near you. And remember, just think green. Evergreen Development and Construction. 813
11: 478 8847 Bill O'Reilly Auto Parts ASA Lane, Only on Real Racing USA Meet the racers of America's most exciting short track racing series every Wednesday night from 8 p.m. until 9 p.m. from the Milwaukee Mile to Bristol Motor Speedway, five flags in Nashville. The ASA is the racing series where young talent meets wily veterans in extreme short track competition. O'Reilly is America's auto parts store, and the ASA is America's premier late model series. O'Reilly Auto Parts ASA Fast Lane gets you close to the action and behind the scenes with the real stories from the drivers themselves. The O'Reilly Riley ASA Lane, only on Real Racing USA.
9: Hi, this is David Strimmey, driver of the Atrius Holmes number 64 car for Rusty Wallace. And you're listening to Real Racing USA with Bill Green, Jack Smith, and Rick Angies.
4: During the
3: during the rain delay in California, I got to see a David Streamy interview that lasted about 12 minutes, and he talked about that trip to USA. It was cool. Let's talk sprint. I'll talk to anything you want, man.
0: Sprint you just car get racing. get that
2: music bad out of my ear. <laughs> no, it's like, it, can you take you it don't down like slow? No, I liked it. I just yeah, didn't know the if the was music was back it was fine.
0: I was liking the
3: music so much, I didn't...
2: I thought spirit. he was tripping. It's, yeah, it's
3: like, remember. yeah, it's like <laughs> up in the, it's it's
2: like uh, Good Morning Vietnam. Just I wanted, play it really loud. Hey, listen, I wanted to say something real quick. You know, I I listened to uh, to Opie and Anthony on uh, XM, and they <laughs> were talking the other day about this guy named Rabbit Dave that we used to pirate onto the Armed Forces Network oh, over yeah. there in oh, Vietnam. Oh yeah, no, I remember you talking. And he was coming. He 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 came. He was in a, uh, a basically uh, what would you want to call it? Uh, a house of ill repute in the back room, broadcasting out of there, and he would well, pop on the there premise. for a couple of shows. Well, of that course. was the
0: premise, but uh,
2: no, it was great. I heard some of them the well, other. Well,
0: the guest days. that we have on the line right now is definitely not he has coming. No clue about he that. He has not he, coming from a house of ill repute. Hey, but big... he might know Rabbit Dave. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> big Daddy Don Ream, are you there? What's buddy? up, Don? Yes, sir.
2: Take us out of the fog and into the light. Uh, so, uh, Wild Child, Wild Child, Wild Child, um, talk to me about that.
1: Uh, he's coming back he's going to join our organization again and be at all our shows
2: now are you guys a militant group <laughs>
1: just
3: give it, a...
2: uh well you know wild child he's a show in himself you know uh he's he really makes uh, uh take take the flag man thing to a whole new level
1: exactly yeah.
2: well not only that i mean off
3: the track he was that
1: He's done an outstanding job in the past, and, and, you know, I know that uh, he's also looking forward to uh, his uh, position at Ocala Speedway, which uh, will start this uh, Friday night, will be their debut, and he's going to flag there all year long, and he has agreed to work with us, uh, with our shows also, so...
0: Now, Don, as we continue this interview, I just want to point out, you're stuck with three people here tonight who are somewhere stuck between the late 60s and late 70s. So just bear with us, man, because you're being the ultimate straight man here. Well, that and, – and Don has
3: always been very even-keeled. He's always – every time he talked to him or something, he's even-keeled. But, Don, even you have to be getting a little bit excited about the new horizon that's in front of you that could be a whole new thing in and, and, and enter, and entertaining – Side of it, uh, bringing some people together that couldn't get together, all the different things that are, are starting to work towards this uh, checkered flag sprint series that that looked like it could be just a blowout in the end, and you're taking those steps to do it, and I'm methodically as you do, but aren't you getting excited about the future here?
1: Oh, definitely, I am. Uh, you know, I'm I'm very pleased with the way things are going. Uh, a lot of things have happened in the last. Um, uh, 30 days or so that, uh, has, has just, you know, astonished myself. Even I didn't, I didn't expect it to come along this quick and, and develop this, this way, but it, uh,
3: yeah, but uh, I, I was trying to tell him, Jack and I both tried to tell you, Don, not everybody hates you. Well, and a lot of I, people I see don't... the Don Ream name and they know, Hey, this is going to be a quality product. I want to get on board.
1: Right. Well, I certainly hope that, uh, you know, everybody does come out, and uh, not only the racers but the spectators and, as well. Uh, we would like to have everybody. Uh, you don't always accomplish that, but we've got some people coming this this time that did not participate last time. Uh, Wayne Rudeman, Jr., and Wayne Rudeman, Sr. are both supposed to be there. They're supposed to bring another car for a One of their friends that runs uh, Open Wheel Modifieds, Uh, Wendy Mathis, is supposed to join us. Uh, Tommy Nichols is supposed to be with us. And uh, I've had some others that said that if they get their cars ready, that they would be there also. Um, So hopefully, you know, we'll grow in the car count, uh, which is something that you're always concerned with is to put on a good show you need cars that there's no two ways about that and uh, if we can keep increasing the car count and growing as we you know anticipate from last time to this time, uh, you can't ask for anything more than that uh, we have uh, we now have a, a initial uh, point fund sponsor uh, with uh, mr. and Mrs. Barfield they have volunteered to initially start the point fund with $5,000. It should grow from there with uh, other uh, incomes that we hope to be able to develop more point fund money as we go along. And uh, we've got a number of contingency sponsors that uh, will either give product away or uh, certificates towards the purchase of of their product during the... uh, events each night Uh, there will be drawings for the ones that we have certificates for and if they're going to give products away at the end of the year that will be at our awards banquet at the end of the year so um, those are coming in uh, and they have done we have received about nine of those now so that's uh that's a pretty good start for for a series so those things are all making it more inviting to the racer to come and participate. And, uh, this is the things that we're trying to accomplish, just make it, uh, put fun back into racing again, as far as the racer. Uh, if they have fun, they enjoy it. Uh, then, then they will come and, and participate. If it becomes a bore and a hassle, then, you know, after a while they just, lose interest or whatever so hopefully we can keep it uh so it is it's uh
3: what are some of the things on the short horizon that we will see happen in the next few races maybe to help you know bring up the interest
1: well um this week uh we're supposed to have your uh, one of your co-hosts that uh, i guess she's sick tonight is that correct
3: yeah, apparently we were uh, we've lost two women down, and they yes, we're them we're, we're down on women.
0: That
1: must be really hard on them.
0: Hey, yeah. hey, hey, listen, we we have we've lost two women, and we've replaced them with Bill Greed. So go figure. Hi, and Don and Don, you're going to be on next week live
2: with us if we don't replace them. <laughs> yeah, that is funny, isn't it?
1: <laughs> finally we made him laugh. They're going to be back, I'm sure. And you <laughs> don't want me.
2: Well, well, Don, um, I, I hope that you that this uh racing that you're doing that this uh, class really does take on and that it it promotes i mean it, it brings you some uh so, some more cars and brings bobby some more cars to the racetrack there what are the tracks you're going to run this at
1: well um uh, we have we have uh started talking with uh citrus county uh orlando and new Smyrna at this time
2: yeah that would be great
1: right uh basically we just need to get our biggest goal right now is to get car count up, and then we have a legitimate reason to go and talk to these other racetracks and, and move forward. Bobby has been very gracious in allowing us to get a start, get get a foothold, if you want to call it that, or whatever, just, just a basic startup deal, so... Uh, I really appreciate what he's doing to allow us to have that.
3: And you know, you know, I, I don't mean to interrupt, but there's a lot of people out there who don't even realize what style cars you're racing. So you might need to pass that on and let people understand that. I believe you've based it on the basic 360 chassis. So
1: right, basically it's a 360 cubic inch engine, um, and basically it's a non-wing sprint car. It's uh,
0: injectors. A-
1: carburetors, yes, oh, okay uh, Um so you
3: can take your t b a r a k car t b a r a car and take the wing off of it come race
2: that's correct, okay now let me ask and you this, good, Don that's good because people let me know. ask you something I'm asking you strictly as a as a, as a fan because I know nothing about these kind of cars. I race late models i don't race these, but I know
1: you just, taxi cabs.
2: exactly uh that's what I feel like sometimes um <laughs> What I wanted to ask you is it seems like to me that um, there is other classes. There's another wingless sprint class, right? Do they run the same cars that you run? Yes. Now, tell me, um, it aggravates me to no end that we mix all these classes up all the time, and it makes for for terrible racing for the fans. Now, I'm not putting you in that boat. You're starting a series. Um, I want to know flat out before you guys started this series did you have a talk with these guys in this other series and try to work out something copacetically between both of you uh,
1: we talked briefly uh they they're i guess they're thinking along some of the lines of things that are different than where we wanted to go uh so uh there was some other some other issues that uh, I had no control over uh, that. Couldn't, didn't seem to be able to be uh, resolved. So we just went on with the, what the vast majority, or I say the vast majority, uh, a number of racers asked us to do uh, was to start this series and run it non-wing because they, uh, for a number of reasons that they. You know, I don't, I just would rather not uh, get into the politics of it. As far as why uh, people weren't happy with what was going on, they have asked me to do this, and this is the reason we have. So. Yeah, I'm
2: not talking about between TBARA and and what you're doing now. Right. I'm talking about there is a. a I, I know there's only like there's there's, there's only so many late models, but yet they split up different late model classes. There's only so many wingless sprint cars or guys that can actually bring one to the track, and and now they're splitting those up. Is it possible that you guys can get these together so there'd be all 25 of the guys that are capable of putting one of those on the track can get together and do it for the fans? It's this. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Why do you have to choose one organization?
2: It's It shouldn't be an organization as much as, as a race. That's why I'm saying if you shouldn't have to choose an organization, but both organizations should work together so the cars are the same. So the driver that's in that town where that racetrack is can go support it, or for the driver that wants to support a certain series if he wants to, he can do that, but it also allows him to be able to support another series. I think the support of series... Um, is a great thing if you've got 25 guys that are going to support that series and run all throughout the state. But it's unfortunate that's not going to happen.
3: And it has nothing to do with cars. It has to do with personal issues.
2: And and that's that's really why 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 I said I'm coming at it from a fan's point of view. I know nothing, nothing about any problems that Don has with – with yeah, uh, the other guy that, that we talked to from TBRA reality, or even God this other no class. with nobody, I don't believe, right. but it's somebody and else. What I'm saying is the problem will. from a fan standpoint is that is that they spread these cars out into these different series, and there's only so many of them to spread out. So if you really want to get a car count, instead of having all these things that you're going to do in your series, get together with the other guy that's got the series and say, listen, dude, Let's get it together. This is how we... Well, let's agree to disagree on some okay. things but agree on
0: others. You know, Bill, isn't and Rob so naive? I know. I know.
4: <laughs>
2: it's, it's... You know, and you say that, but the thing is, the reason why Rob's so naive sometimes is the behind-the-scenes is causing the issue. It seems, it is seems simple enough issue. That, that, okay? that
3: Don could go to XYZ and talk to them. But I can tell you now that... He's already tried that. Let's take and it. That's point. what I he asked him. If he
2: had tried to Rob. do it with the wingless Sprint. Don, did it, but Don he did hang on there for the TBRA a second. Because that's why they split from the TBRA. And they wanted Rob, to go wingless. Rob, listen to this. So are these other guys part of the TBRA?
0: They were at one point. At Rob, some point. Okay, see, that's yeah. so what I don't know. Take it out of the... <laughs> take it out of the... Hang on just a second, Don. Okay. Rob, take it out, Rob. Take it out of the Sprint car deal. These little mini-cup cars, okay? And this is the same kind of example. You have two... Mini Cup series in Florida. If they both raced together, okay, they would be showing up at tracks with a lot more cars. Some people wouldn't go to the races, all the races, because of yes. the traveling. Because for some people, yeah, going hundred miles is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Okay, That's especially in a Mini Cup. Okay. So, but they would have more cars if the two had one series instead of two. However, or even if they worked together, okay. However for personal reasons thank you that we can't handle because it always comes down to person the people themselves the persons involved have not been able to settle their differences in order to get that done and that doesn't that happens throughout this sport not just here in Florida all over oh yeah at every level and it's and that's what bill is saying it's these personal issues sometimes that get in the way of logic
2: right and but the racers are the ones that they really, I think, don't care, okay? So what's the, really?
0: what's the big difference, Don, between
1: the wingless sprints and the non-wings? The wingless sprints and the non-wing are basically the same car.
3: Yeah. No, but I'm saying Central Florida wingless sprints is the same basic chassis and stuff that you're running exactly. with the checkered flag. Exactly. Yeah, that's so, what I thought. In other so, words,
1: so, you could, run, they can come you could run. run either series or both series as, as far as that goes, as long as you don't have them scheduled on the same night. Right. I mean, it's just yes. up north. You you have uh, three or four different series, and and cars will run in the three series, four series in a in a given week. I mean,
2: no, and that's fine, and that's all I wanted you to do. I told you I know nothing about this, so I wanted you to straighten me out on it and tell me that. Now, let me go back listen, to the Rob, No, we, say, listen, Florida Rob, we're not we are not uh, stacking Bay. races on top of each other. That's that's really what I wanted to hear you say. That at least you worked out these things to where you guys aren't putting a race on the same night. Right. You go, because that way the guys can go run his, and then if you're having a race on a night, they're not racing. They'll come run yours, and that's what I want to see when I come to the races. I want to see Tommy Nichols. I want to see the Rudiments, I want to see the whole bunch. I want to see them all out there running in your series, Don. I, I know you know what you're doing. I'm just uh, playing the devil's advocate trying to get something out of you because I just didn't think you were talking enough before. Oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> don we do appreciate nothing like a little honesty right
0: well we don't want
3: to run you off and, and give you a bad taste I in your mouth
1: and i think that uh in looking at the schedules that that has been set up there are two dates that do conflict and i'm trying to work with bobby to move those dates so that we won't have conflicts and i've um, I felt like that maybe I was the last one on the on the block, so I should be the one to make the changes instead of asking somebody else to make the changes. And that's I
2: very grand of you to do that.
1: I inherited these dates. I didn't I didn't get to choose the dates that we have at Charlotte County, so I inherited those dates. So now I'm trying to rectify that situation so that there won't be a conflict and it will allow a racer to go wherever he mm-hmm. she cares to participate.
0: Well, there's no That's d- what I wanted to hear. There's no doubt. Yeah. In the last dozen years or so, Don Reams, like it or not, has more experience running a oh, sprint yeah. car yeah. series That's than anybody else in Florida. That's why I knew this was going to be
3: successful. And I know Don, Don's always got his hand out, and if they'll take it, he'll shake it and off we'll go. But... Yeah, that's just I thought you were saying he's
2: always got his hand out. No, no, like no, he's I mean, he's, he's always, he's always terrible, Bill. So,
0: so, Don, this He's Saturday...
3: built
2: it. They will come. That's so, what I'm telling so, you. Yeah, so, and he's got the wild Child coming back.
0: So, so Don, this uh, Saturday night you got got Child up in the stand. you got uh CeCe Brooks from Inside Florida Racing and Cat Kicks Country. Kicks. Kicks. Kicks, kicks Country. Kicks. kicks.
1: Is it Kicks?
2: Yeah, it's K-K-K-X. K-I-X. Don't you know how to spell yeah.
1: it? Well, I'm glad you had trouble saying it. I yeah. would have certainly had. She's it. throwing the
2: flag. She's throwing the flag. Yeah, she's the Grand Marshal.
1: Honorary starter. You
3: need, you need you need an honorary announcer? She...
1: Uh, well, uh, we might have to do something there. Yeah. Y'all,
0: y'all can talk about that off the air now.
2: Otherwise... Hey, you're just going to step on Jason's feet over there? No, the Tampa Tribune is not working out so well. I figured I'd pick
0: up some extra work.
2: <laughs> Jason's going to practice all week getting ready for this. What are you talking about? He's so ready.
0: So uh, you, your guys going to come down there on uh, Friday or just there Saturday?
1: Uh, I... I can't speak for the ones they may There may be some that will come down on Friday and, and test. Uh, most of the cars
4: yeah.
1: have been run, and most of them, I would say, will probably, especially if they would have to make a trip and then either travel back home or else spend the night down. So they probably will not. I guess the mentality between that and late models is, is somewhat different. And
2: That's a good thing. Yes. Keep well, it that way. It's only you know, the ones with lots of money that come and spend the, uh,
1: the night. I understand that late model people go and test for two days and and everything else before they go to a race. Now,
2: now that's only the ones with kids that got lots yeah, of money. They're more the old so- guys like me. We show up right about an hour before you know the, the practice starts.
1: Right.
4: <laughs>
1: well, basically, I think that uh, most of our people will be there probably. At, 2:30, 3 o'clock, so that they yeah. get their they get their two practice sessions in. That's what we allow them to practice after the uh, scheduled practices start. Now, if they want to practice in the morning, they can. They, I understand the racetracks open, and they can still do that in the morning if they want. So, the opportunity to run the cars and practice uh, is there uh, for the ones that want to do it. And a lot of people, it's just an expense that's. You know, some people think they got to run the car every time it's, it, the racetrack's open, but um, that's just a costly expense. So, well,
3: I, I tell, tell you what, Don, it's, it's been about. great talking to you. We burned up
1: a lot of the methanol that
3: we, right. we thought here. So we'll have to get you back sometime and talk because I know that, uh, you know, given this opportunity that this uh, series could be a great stepping stone for a new kid coming on the block, wants to go asphalt racing and stuff. There's a whole bunch of other things we can talk about well, down the road.
1: Well, exactly, and, you know, I hope that uh, this continues to grow, and, you know, that's my it goal, will. is to make it grow.
3: It will. You're not doing anything to shoot at the foot, brother. You're doing everything you need to do just right, and uh, hang in there, keep trucking along, and it's going to, you build it, they will come, even those that are naysayers, I guarantee it.
1: Well, I, you know, a lot of things is uh, forgotten over a period of time, and you know maybe the hard feelings or the unrest will go away and and we can just move forward and have have a good series or a good three series or whatever uh just a matter of what what the people would like to see and what kind of shows you can put on so
2: yeah Don, don't worry about what the naysayers say just as long as the naysayers. Come to the races and that's they right. will.
3: And they'll come to see what you're doing even if they ain't racing. That's right. You know They're
2: going to come so. just to see. We got to go. Hey! Don, it was nice to have you on. Uh,
0: we lost control. We'll,
3: Don, we'll see you uh, sat Saturday of, night.
0: Stay out of trouble, okay. Don. Stay out yeah. of trouble. Yeah. Love you, Don. Take
2: Tell the wild buddy. child we said what's up.
0: All right.
2: All right.
3: Tell your daughter, son in law. There you go. Oh, uh, uh, Sprint
2: car yeah. racing, wingless style. No wings,
3: no fear. Saturday night. Hey, you got to have some big kahunas to ride with
7: no wings. Back this is Billy the Kid and alongside Joe Line and Randy Dye. Coming back from the break, usually what we like to do, come back from the break or we have the last few times we've had a a loss in the racing community, we'd like to, I know for amongst myself, as being a friend of Jason Boyd and the Boyd family, we'd like to uh, send our condolences to the Boyd family on the loss of Dennis Boyd yesterday uh, from Boyd Racing Engines, and I know Randy, you probably know me a little better than most of us, but uh, being a competitor, uh, when I was helping out the Lawrences and racing against Jason Boyd, and I know last year he lost his mom, and coming from somebody that lost their dad 2 years ago or last season uh it's a very hard thing and i just want to tell jason that my thoughts are with him and his brother Definitely.
8: You know Dennis Boyd uh i never raced uh a Dennis Boyd engine in my car but i raced against many of them. Yeah. You and, hear uh, about them just how tough they cool, are and you see uh, Really tough. And Usually you know when
7: they went around you they was pretty quick.
8: Yeah. Uh, All the time. You know, he well, he he just built some good stuff and Dennis was a uh, you know he was a a real gentleman. Uh you know, I uh I, I can't say I, I never ever one time ever had a conflict with Dennis Boyd and, and uh he was always kind and always polite and always courteous and, and always if, said hello. He was just a good guy. Yep in just period.
7: Even if you had a conflict at one time or another with Jason.
8: Dennis well, okay, always, everybody had a conflict <laughs> yeah, with Jason at one that. time. I, you know, about. I
7: don't want to say what I'm saying is even if you did have a conflict with Jason, Dennis was always on the on the neutral side. He of was it every yeah. time. You know, and he and he'd always come to you and he would always say something. And you know, I, I mean, I, I this is a bad time for the Boyd family. And I just well, I, I
8: think I think Dennis had the ability to separate racing from from life, yeah. and uh, you know, and and for for Dennis, racing was a way of life, yeah. but it wasn't life. He's one of uh, just a few guys I was able to just jam a microphone right into his face, and no matter what
6: happened, Jason's sitting there with a used-up car, Dennis thrashing, trying to get it fixed, and I'm, I want an interview from anybody. The man would always stop what he's doing and talk to me, yeah. always.
8: Yeah, it's a sad time, and I, and and even though I, was, you know, lots of people have had a conflict at time or another with with Jason, this is certainly not the time for conflict. This is the, this is the time to embrace him and Indeed. and and pray for their family and. And uh, you know, just, just remember them with all good good thoughts and anything else that you can do for them. So, no really, I'm glad you brought that up. Sure, Randy,
6: when are you start racing, are you going to open up the season?
3: Wow! All right. Dennis Boyd, man, that was um, that's heart wrenching to, to know what the Boyd family's been through. So we send out once again our condolences and our our best wishes to that whole family for and to the Firestein family. Yes, yes, uh, I haven't got a chance to even talk to Mr. Firestein since his loss, so hopefully he's hanging in there. I know it's tough. All right.
4: And on it the is, line. Yeah, yeah. Who is on the line?
3: Well, yeah, i got to get a little excited now because Auburndale Speedway, that little bull ring, it's always fun to win a race there. Um, it looks like that uh, Keith Lilly Jr. did a good job because he managed to win the Stars truck race.
2: What's up, Keith?
5: Hi, how you doing?
2: Good, man. How old are you, son?
5: Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm son. not a junior.
2: Well, well, see, that says we, junior. We're we, not sure. That's that's as much information as we get. So uh, yeah. we talk to a lot of young kids. I'm, I'm
0: 38 years old.
2: Beautiful. All right. There must be a junior junior pretty soon.
0: Yeah. Keith, I don't know how a junior got on your name.
4: Yeah, yeah I don't know. Oh, he's well, not a junior
0: at all. No. And you're here talking on Inside Florida Racing with oh, Jack yeah. Smith, Bill Green, and uh, Rob Bonehead Elting. So... Uh, yeah,
2: and it wasn't even Bonehead that made the mistake there. No, I didn't type that <laughs> up either. That's not my fault. I'm just a, So uh, tell us about the race there in Ocala. Um, well, wait a minute. What, what your, career, I mean, uh, your career up
3: until this point, I'll had it had it been all truck racing, or had you been doing some other things?
5: Um, I've been doing truck racing for about a year now. Um, I've, I've dabbled in a little bit of everything. Um, I run some open wheel modifieds, I've run some limited late models.
4: Okay,
3: so you've been around a little bit?
5: Um, yeah, last year I did mini stocks. Um, Last year I I built a uh, ASA car crate motor car late model and I that thing I didn't see that going anywhere for me so I sold it
3: and I'm to say that's expensive
5: truck and build a new truck so I've actually got two trucks now
3: well that's cool now I, if you've got two trucks that accounts for a bunch of the yeah. field unfortunately the other night uh,
5: yeah what I only had one of them out there the other night but yeah
3: well that was the that was the good I don't know one
5: what happened um, I talked to Rex earlier today and he said that. He knew a four or five that were coming, but the rain scared him or whatever. So I don't
0: know. So you've raced in all the truck deals.
5: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm try to run everything.
0: No, but I mean, in the past, you've raced them all.
5: Yeah. Yep. I run them all.
3: What, so uh, what do you
0: think that? What do you think
3: it, at at your level right now? What do you think the issues are in trucks? Help us understand what's going on because.
5: Um. I'm not quite sure what what's going on i know there's a bunch of them out there yeah um i know last year there was people aggravated about um different rules um if you run fast car you had different rules compared to the fast truck or the stars and people just weren't wanting to move the lead around and, and do stuff um i know they had shock issues last year one was letting one do one thing and the other one wasn't letting them run the shops and um they just needed to get, need to get together and get one set of rules so Everybody can go race wherever. Now, a little bird that still us. hasn't happened
3: though. Yeah, a little bird told us though that you had planned on sometime during this year running both the fast car pro truck races I'm, along I'm with your run, stars. I'm gonna
5: run all of them. I'm gonna run the fast car. I'm gonna run the stars. Um, I may even go down to Punta Gorda and run. Um, I'm gonna run. I'm gonna run whenever I can run.
3: There you go. I like this guy already.
5: Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna race. That, that's well, good. That's it.
3: That, that's what Bob and, and I've been talking about. And uh,
2: that would be nice if. Uh, the promoters would uh, straighten out some of these classes. You know, that's what we just got done talking about with the wingless sprints and the trucks. Uh, They're an organization that came from nothing 10 or 11 years ago and built into a great series, and now they're all spread apart like a bunch of chumps on the street.
5: Well, I know that Rex and the Fast Car, I think they're getting together a little bit. I think they're not going to schedule races on top of each other. Um, I think they've got the rules pretty much the same now, so...
2: Yeah, I hear the rules are getting closer, and yeah. now let me ask you something. Uh, since you've just got started in the trucks, right?
5: Yeah, well, I've been about a year now.
2: All right, now what do you think about making rule changes on the trucks that make them go faster?
5: Um, I'd probably be all right with that. Um, the only the only thing that I think that they probably ought to change is the transmission rule. Um, we're we're running automatic transmission, but we're spending probably three times as much getting a good transmission automatic we could just go get us a t10 or a muncie or whatever and buy a decent clutch put a clutch rule on them or something like that
3: not only that do the truck series that are traveling do they realize
2: that most track promoters go oh let's run those trucks last because that automatic
5: transmission (laughs)
4: thing exactly
2: so uh, what's the cost difference between uh, let's say let's say what they should make you do is run a steel a steel transmission is what they ought to do right Exactly. So if you did that, it'd keep the cost down. Right. And uh, if they made you run nothing bigger than a 7-inch clutch, because you'd have to do that, you couldn't put big clutches in them because that would just cause problems. So you're looking at a potential $1,000 somebody would have to spend to put the right stuff in there.
5: Right, and I'm spending probably twice
2: that much. Oh, for for a transmission, really? Yes. Okay, now see, that's a change that's better for the the sport. What I was getting at is that I think that... There's a problem with some of the racers out there that have issues with some of the promoters and the way they want to do things because they don't want to make changes that make the trucks go faster. I think any change that makes them safer or makes them cheaper to operate is more the direction that should be going, and then again, all of them should be keeping their you know, their rules pretty much copacetic so you guys right. can run wherever you want without having to make changes.
5: Right, right.
2: You think it's possible?
5: I, oh, yeah, I think it's possible. They just, They just listen to the racer and... And uh, get together.
2: Have you racers ever gotten together with each other and called a meeting maybe outside of the promoters and maybe talked about it?
5: Um, Not that I'm aware of.
2: Because I think it's something that maybe you truck guys really ought to think about because it's a great series. It really is. And when there's 20 or more of you guys out there, it's a great show. And well, yeah, uh, but
3: look at the look at the Truckers 250. Oh, that, yeah. That's the only show they've got all year that, I, that the
0: a big lot of people one. know about. Right. The big one. That's it. Did, have you raced in that, Keith?
5: Yeah, I raced that last last December. i um, yeah. actually finished second. in it. That's right.
0: That's right. Yeah,
5: you were now up
2: there. See, now see. Now how many how many trucks was there?
5: Um, I think there. I think the first day we started out with about thirty three, thirty four trucks. Yeah. We lost a couple motors and a couple wrecks and stuff. I think they started twenty eight or twenty nine. Yeah,
2: started. I see. When full you finished second, field. when you finish in second in that field, right? You don't really feel bad.
5: <laughs> you're right. You're right.
0: You'd have finished second the other night. You'd have felt like you lost.
5: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot better for the fans. You put more people in the seats with bigger, bigger counts, and and uh, the drivers and so. the drivers it. Like oh yeah, yeah. the oh, drivers yeah. loved it. Everybody wins. Fifteen, twenty cars. What's the biggest trucks, win you've whatever? ever had in your stock car career, Keith?
5: Um, probably in the truck. Actually, um, I've i won a couple of late models races at Auburndale. Um, but I my first outing with the fast car, the pro trucks, last year. At Desoto, I uh, it was the second time in the seat, and I won the 50 lapper that night,
0: or it was 75 lapper that night. 75 lapper at Desoto, and that's that's a tough that's track
5: cool. too. And that was that was probably my that's my only series win of any of any sort.
0: Yeah, that's a big fast machine
2: out there, huh? Uh, oh
4: yeah, yeah.
2: Well, that all sounds great, uh, Keith. We'd like to talk to you a little bit more, but we're really on a time schedule tonight. Um, good luck. I hope to see you down at uh Ponte Gorda sometime running the trucks down there. They need uh, car counts and. Uh, I'll encourage these guys, when they're not running their trucks here in Charlotte County, I always encourage them to spread themselves out
3: as
5: well. I, I plan on coming down there. i got some good friends that run late models, and I plan on coming down there when they're running their late models.
3: Well, right, right. I'll tell you I what, think. you keep running every truck race that comes up, and maybe you can be the man and, who makes the difference and really pulls I'm, things together somehow. I'm
0: going to try. And, Keith, we won't call you Junior no more.
2: Yeah, why not? I think you should put Junior on his car. See you later. <laughs> take,
0: take it take easy. Care,
4: buddy. All right, thanks.
2: Okay, there you have it, Keith Lilly, not junior, uh, winner of the Auburndale Stars truck race. Looking to race whatever he can this year. In the trucks, finished second in that big race that Bristol put on there. Uh, that was a just, good uh, race too. I mean, I didn't get to go,
3: but I got to hear all about it. it, was, it yeah, I think like the
2: insurance p- thing hit him about that same time yeah. and uh, caused a little bit of less car count that was there. And you know, in the truck class, I got no problem with the kids running in the truck class. Be honest with you, I think that that's where the kids should be cutting their teeth out i think they should be that not 14 in late model to 18 out group the, and then when you turn 18 then you yeah, got that opportunity you know that in right. the limited late models the crate mean. motors in them and or the two barrel class whatever however they want to do it i, I really like the class even though i i kind of aggravates me because it is so close to a, a super that i think it it spreads the cards out but like at bobby's track up here it really doesn't matter what you drive you can get around in 100 laps you need something that's not so hard on the tires anyways but um, who yeah, we got the, coming next let's see the easier the smaller
3: the motor and the bigger the tires the better the racing i think
2: yeah but uh, i think the truck guys definitely have some uh stuff to get together and uh maybe they can get together with themselves and try to s- i think if the truck guys the owners themselves yeah, of the cars got together then the, the 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 track owners would be like hey whatever you guys want no problem two years ago though you weren't jumping up and down either about crate motors coming down the road no i wasn't and i the and i'm and, and i'm still i still convinced that they're cheating Okay, I understand. but but really, what I'm seeing of them is that, you know, there's a couple things that have to be done in order to really police it, but I I just think the crate motor is a good thing for our sport because everything's so expensive right now, yeah. you know, and, you, and and the other night at at uh, Charlotte, the the 19 Macy that won and the 56 Wayne Morse who was the class of field, crate motor cars. Now, are they stopped? I've, crate I've, motors. No, I you mean, never know. Probably I've, not. But.
3: I've studied crate motors from Chevy, GMC. Ford and Dodge and looking to do a right, I was going to do a big article on them for the Tampa Tribune, and I think in my estimation, and this is just my opinion, that the GMC gives you the best level playing field and can be policed the best because they have three different styles of crate motor, mm-hmm. a 350 with 350 horsepower, and you go all the way up to a 350 with 400 horsepower right. for the Supers or something, and then the Limiteds would be that on the bottom end. But um, and, and you can get them for $3,400 yes. to $5,700, 5, yeah. 5, depending on which, depending you on which you you sizes get. you're dealing with. So it's still affordable, and you could get those, that $3,400, you could get those into street stocks. Yeah. Uh, okay, That'd be a great
0: thing to put them in for sure. You, you know, guys are, don't mind if I interject? No, no, go, go ahead. ahead.
3: Bring somebody in, please. No. All right.
0: On the phone with us, we have uh, the mini-cup winner from Auburndale Speedway this past weekend, Jason Schroeder, and his teammate, uh, Jerry Parker, uh, also... Uh, who's no uh, stranger to the winner's circle in that deal. Welcome to Inside Florida Racing, guys.
10: Hey, guys. How you doing?
2: Good. Now, uh, tell me, when you're a teammate, does that mean that you guys are out there beating and banging on other people and crashing them out? What's up?
10: We do mostly banging on each other, actually.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's the best thing to use a teammate for, huh?
10: (laughs) Yeah, it makes for a lot of fun having someone up front with me that we're running with, you know, being being my guy, helping each other out in the pit. It's hey, a lot of
3: fun. Have either one of you guys been upside down
2: in a mini cup?
10: Not I. Right. Right.
2: Okay. How about into the wall?
10: That yeah. many times, yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so how's it feel when you pop up out of that thing and hit your forehead on the wall? Uh, I'm just uh, <laughs> Rob says that with a. I'm forehead just kidding. I, I've seen. I've seen some hellacious. Well, wait a minute, with those Rob. Cars. Have
0: you ever been upside down in a
2: late model, Rob? No, but I've been. I've been. No, not in a late model. I have in a street stock and I have in go karts when I used to go kart race. So I've been upside down in those.
0: Then you you can ask the question. Yeah,
2: I I know what it's like to be upside down and upside down hard, but I've never run into the wall with anything small. And I know how it feels when you run the wall with something big. So tell us what it's like to run the wall with something small. Go ahead, Jerry. (laughs) You've been in the wall more, Jerry. Go ahead. (laughs)
13: <laughs> yeah, I think I probably had the one that hit the wall the hardest one time. Um, It's—I mean, these cars are pretty much safe. There's, I guess, when you hit the wall, it's pretty much the same as when you hit it with a late model, other than you get a little more of the shock in it.
12: Um,
13: probably my worst one was in Ocala Turn Four, coming out of the corner and uh, during a heat race, hit the wall, came to a dead stop, ended
10: up uh, actually cracking some ribs.
3: Yeah, well, yeah, it'll get you that. How big of boys are you guys? Are You guys like six foot, or are you under that?
10: um um. 5'11", 170
3: pounds, not not too big. Well, yeah, but uh, mini-cups are mini-cups,
2: man. There's Actually, room in there. there's more room than you'd think in there, Bill. Yeah, no, no, no.
3: Well, you lay down, I realize, and your feet are past the wheels and stuff. But Yeah, uh,
2: and, and, and the the safety factor of them, I think, has become greater and greater because, like I said, I've seen some pretty... Yeah, the very serious first ones them, that rolled out then.
3: at Auburndale back about <laughs> five years ago, then were some stiff cars. Yes. They just started hopping and Slids. bouncing.
0: Now these guys, you guys had a had a pretty good field. You had fourteen cars out there Saturday night at the Auburndale, right? Yep, very good. Yeah. So uh, how'd you track. guys
2: finish? Uh, let's see. Uh, who's Jason won. Jason one. How'd you do, Jerry?
13: I came in second. We uh.
2: Well, you should have spun him.
13: Pretty good during the night, but uh, we pretty much dominated the first half of the race. And the uh, car started going away a little bit. And, of course, Jason, Jason was definitely a lot faster than we were that night. And uh, we got were going around a lap car, got up in the loose stuff a little bit, got a little loose, and that gave him the edge to get around me. At that point, it was pretty much all I could do was just try to stay with him, and
10: that was it.
3: Yeah, it looks, he, to, me, looks to me like mini-cups are kind of a momentum vehicle. you got to keep the momentum going or you're screwed.
10: Correct. It, that's absolutely correct. And you know, Auburn does, you know, motor helps out a little bit coming out of turn four, but uh, it's a lot of momentum. You lose momentum in the corner, they're going to whoop you every time.
2: Now, Jerry, you didn't give him any business. I mean, come on, you didn't push him. Uh, it sounds like you guys
3: work your way through he traffic would've... together, and then get up front. And start. I beating can on tell
2: each other. he would have pushed on you a little bit had it been turned around.
13: Uh, Jason and I pretty much, I mean, yeah, we like we like going door-to-door a lot with each other. Um, we're, we're the type of teammates, I mean, we some teammates out there in all kinds of series that, you know, they're banging the living daylights out of each other.
3: Isn't that more like elbow-to-elbow?
13: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you know, J- Jason and I, we're, we're more conservative with each other, you know. I mean, we'll push each other around a little bit, um, but we pretty much, you know, we hook up together, and, uh, you know, when we go racing, we, we're each other's teammates until about five to go, once you're five to go. I don't care who he is. He ain't my teammate at that point, and he feels the same about me. Yeah. More like 10 to go on my
4: behalf.
2: I know in my go-kart racing days, uh, well, I had a partner, and we used to do a lot of drafting together. It always helped to have a partner helping you knock through. So uh, talk about the expense. We've had some of you guys on before that have talked about it. Talk about the expense that you guys have in each one of your vehicles. The haulers
0: is the biggest expense,
2: right? I don't want to hear about no big old hauler they got. I could care less. <laughs> Who was about the guy? Somebody
3: showed up at a race with a like two hundred twenty five thousand dollars hauler thing with like three carts in it. That's three co- <laughs> Tell us, tell, us,
0: tell us about the cost,
10: guys. It's really inexpensive as far as racing goes. Uh, a weekend with a standard truck and trailer, you're probably looking at a 100, 150 bucks, including your entry. So, uh, Do you uh,
2: have to have a trailer? No, the car. The car. How much does a car cost to buy?
10: Oh, uh, no, that's what I'm saying. The, the cost of racing, what I was talking about. But uh,
2: yeah, the, the car. So
10: if you can pick one. You can pick one up anywhere from 3,500 used. If if you, you want to go, you know, brand new, I believe they're right around nine thousand.
2: Yeah. Now, and could, you're going to go. Bill East, Green.
3: There, could Bill Green get in one
0: of these? I was to say,
3: yeah. Five eleven, two seventy. Come on. <laughs>
2: Thing
0: you can get in the there. Speed.
2: Oh man, the doors are big. That was in a So
0: 3500 to 5000, a couple hundred bucks a week and you go 85 to 95 or 100 miles an hour.
3: Right. On scale it's 237.
2: And and you're how old in dog years? How fast do these things go? Now, if you guys were going 100 miles an hour and you hit the wall, there'd be some issues. So Let's get the speed straight. How how fast are you going on these tracks?
10: Well, we've, uh, I believe they average between 65 and 90.
3: Yeah. I uh, mean, they, uh, the bigger tracks, Orlando. like, yeah, the bigger. No, no, but a place like uh, DeSoto. Where, where do you go 90,
0: man? DeSoto, they probably could. Wait a second. Why don't we ask them? Where, where do you go 90?
10: Well, we're figuring in, in Orlando, we were running uh, mid, mid to upper 16-second laps. Uh, if you do the math on that, you should should be pushing decent speed.
3: Yeah, it's only about eighty
0: seven.
2: <laughs> you ain't got guys here that smart, dude. Yeah, I do. So have you driven those and DeSoto?
10: Yeah, we Jerry, we run you have run those.
2: How is the track feel at DeSoto when you're racing on it it's, be those, bumpy song, it's gotta be bumpy in those carts.
10: Yeah, you you can avoid a lot of the bump. You just gotta you gotta ride the turns just right. And uh it's Just one. hold on through some of them.
3: What's the biggest track you guys have raced on?
10: I've raced Homestead.
3: With uh, your with n- you now, know. there's where you went nine on the road course or out on the track.
10: The home, the, the road course.
3: Oh, okay. So you got to go left and right,
2: but it
10: still. Oh, gets that was, that turf. must have been fun. Yeah, it was like an hour per lap. It felt like.
2: Do they run? <laughs> do they run at Sebring anymore? Uh, do they run these at Seabree?
10: Jerry, before I got in, I think they ran Steve Ring one season, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, they ran They ran them uh,
13: the year. Actually, I started a year before Jason in the mini-cups, and they actually ran it the year prior. To
3: but they only ran them once because they got very scared. They thought the guys were going to get hurt. Yeah, I would they imagine. That's a long straightaway. That's long straightaway draft, with, and They could get over 100. And then
2: you make a right-hand turn. <laughs> I bet they piled up down there.
3: That's wild, guys. I'll tell you what. Where's Where's your next race?
14: Auburndale.
10: I believe
14: it's Auburndale again.
2: Auburndale. You guys back. ever come down south and run at Charlotte County?
10: Been down there several times. Yeah, uh, last year we did a lot down there in the beginning. Their
3: backbone, ain't but an inch and a half off the ground. Yeah, it's pretty pretty close. And uh,
2: what's that got to do with coming to Charlotte County? Now,
3: you start banging <laughs> in some corners, buddy. You could need some traction.
2: Oh no, they're going to load them up in that
0: big hauler and bring them. Down. <laughs> the big hauler, the stacker, the stacker, the stacker double camp. the the big right. double stacker. Guys, we, we who's your go? sponsors? Yeah, sponsors. Lay them out. Talk <laughs> talking to about that graphics company, Jason.
10: Oh, uh, yeah, we. Uh, we, we, I guess we could talk about it for a minute. Uh, the two cars you see that we did, you know, from Jerry and I, uh, my company did that. The uh, company's name is JT Graphics. We uh, do all kinds of signage. Lots, lots of commercial signage, lots of site signage, construction companies and whatnot. Also strip malls, electrical, non-electrical
4: type stuff.
2: Strip malls. You got, uh, no you got uh, Bill's attention. Yeah, I thought you were talking about strip malls, <laughs> a mall with strippers. I, I those are the best sponsors, trust me. All right, guys, listen, we got to go. Appreciate you being on w- with us on Inside Florida Racing, and uh, uh, good luck in your next race, both of you. Exactly. Yeah, have fun. Don't wreck each other. Yeah, thanks, guys.
3: Good night.
5: Thank you. Take right, it easy.
2: Mini cups. Mini cups. There you go.
3: You uh, thought what, I was kidding? You looked at me like I was kidding when well, I said that. Well, the first race they ever had, in guys the south, go fast, was that, They go fast. I was there as of an official in the corner. <laughs> And that guy went bouncing and
2: flipped that thing, and everybody freaked out, man. Yeah, but 90's, <laughs> 90's fast, and like at Charlotte oh, they County, they like can't 50, do a lap sure. as fast as a late model, and a late model don't do 90. They were doing 50 at, uh, if they were doing I would say 80. that the late models would be lucky if they're doing 90. Maybe, <clears throat> they might do 100 mile an hour at Charlotte, maybe for a second. It's fast. You know, I'm just, and, once they get hey, up and running. you're talking to a guy that's a speed demon. But they, but they pull a lot of G's
3: in the corners. No, there's no doubt. That's so what then. I was going
2: to tell you about go-kart racing. When I race go-karts, it is much harder to race go-karts than it is to race cars. Um, I got into racing cars because it was much easier. I remember when we were running ovals with the twin-engine Yamaha go-karts, we'd turn laps just about what their late models would turn at Lakeland at the small track before they built the big track. And uh, you run 50 laps. Man, you got to tie yeah. your head over on your left side shoulder all the way down. And by the time you're done with my big old noggin I had, man, let me tell you what.
3: Taylor Andrews used to run twin engine one twenty five. Yeah, so he said I'm he did it at Daytona. I raced at
2: Daytona him. a couple times in a lay-down cart. You know, I've he said it was so funny because you, uh, 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 you, you go by and. Excuse me, guys. Excuse me. Pull
3: the plug wire.
0: I, 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 <laughs> excuse me. But the next five minutes are what? brought to you by Ken Kenny's. Is Ken Kenny on the island? Ken Kenny.
2: Ken yeah, Kenny's Late Model Challenge. Anybody.
0: I heard you change the name of it. Ken Kenny's Late Model Challenge. <laughs> I
14: know, man. We got to be a little more universal than that. All right, Ken. You
0: got to talk fast now. You got to be a fast talker.
14: I got to be a real fast talker because I'm on my sixth battery in my cell phone, and it's going beep, 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 beep.
0: So. Man, your life is good, son. So tell us about uh, tell give us the batteries. give us the latest and greatest news coming up about the the big race this uh, Friday night at uh, Ocala.
14: Um, I mean, I think it's going to be the biggest start rate model race of the year so far. You know, this early season, but I mean, I've I've never had this much hysteria around one of my races. You know, I uh, I always had a you know good car count, but I you know I'm expecting you know 45, 50 late models at least up there, and uh, you know I I'm, I anybody who's anybody has called. You know, and and uh, I got a call today, a commitment out of Tyler Ivy out of Tallahassee. And uh, I had talked to Tyler about coming, you know, a couple months ago, and he wasn't sure if he could fit it in his commitments. And, uh, you know, he's coming. You know, everybody's all jacked up about it. I mean, I think every driver's called me in, in Florida and Georgia in the last couple days. I mean, it, the the calls are actually picking up heavier now than they had in the last few months. I mean, it's Do you
3: crazy. think the situation that happened uh, down south of you at East Bay with all the rain and they didn't get to run their crate late model situation like they wanted on the dirt, um, is that going to help add some people that really want to get that first opportunity to check their cars out in 2008?
14: Oh, absolutely. And then uh, you guys probably hadn't heard, but Waycroft had a national late model series event uh, scheduled, too, you know, and that's pretty much my head to head competition. And um, I bet you that's another huge majority of guys that called me because I called for a damage report on Sunday. I called Jay Johnson, one of the main stays in their series yeah. that's going to run both, and he said, uh, No no damage report. He said that they rained out also. So I had calls from a lot of those guys. Johnny Collins is one of their major players, and rumor has it he's going to wander down here, you know, for this race in Ocala, Tyler Ivey. um, Well, you could be surprised
3: that you could could wind up opening the gates and having almost 80, 90 cars show up. I'll tell you. (laughs) Because everybody wants to see what the first situation is going to be down there. Everybody wants to come to Ocala and kind of check it out.
14: I tell you uh last week Ryan Mitchell uh, uh David Smosh um both of those guys committed from East Bay when I was out there Thursday night cuz I went up there recruiting looking for more cars for sure. I was there Thursday night and I went pit to pit trailer to trailer you know talking to guys and both those guys committed to be there. And uh, you Did know, you was,
2: check the weather? What's that? Did you check the weather? It's supposed to rain Friday, Saturday and Sunday in Ocala. Yeah. I'm only kidding, Kenny. <laughs> oh, my
10: God. <laughs> I'm only kidding,
2: Ken. Come Jesus. on, man. Hey, man, it's going to be great weather. I was just looking at the weather, and it's supposed to be great weather this weekend, too. So that ought to make you feel a little bit better.
14: Cold front, yeah. Yeah, it looks are like you, it's supposed to, to cool down.
2: Are you practicing on Thursday?
14: Uh, no, sir. He's had two or three open practices, and he uh, he wants to track in perfect shape, uh, you know, for Friday night. So he, um, you know, Mike was out there working on it all day today. He's going to be working tomorrow, but he, he pretty much, you know, uh, said, you know, Friday's the the real deal and, you know, we're not going to practice Thursday.
3: No problem. That's a, that's a stout learning curve to learn how to groom a dirt track to make it good for racing. Who you got helping you out? Who did you bring in to get this thing kicked off right?
14: Um, you mean for the track? or, or Yeah, you know? who
3: grooming the track? Who's actually...
14: Actually, my, believe it or not, Mike's doing most of the work. He's got some people helping him there, but I don't... <laughs> I don't know. Hey
2: Bill, don't you know that Peters has been sleeping on that track Ractor, every night? On okay. Oh yeah, he's I been was just sleeping sl- on, on sort of the track. Who
3: came in and kind of helped him get it set up and get things going? Because I know that he he was asking a lot of people for a lot of opinions about ways to do it, even if he should do it at first, of course. But then ways to do it, how to do it best, and so forth. And it sounds like, from what I'd heard, they had a very good uh, opportunity to talk to some people who had been around dirt racing for many years. And came in and kind of gave him some heads-up ideas, and I'm sure Ted's using those to, or Mike, excuse me, is using those to make things look better and get ready for the the racing action on Friday.
14: Yeah, yeah, I'm sure, he, I'm sure he has. I kn- I know he threw a lot of racer names at me when it first started. He threw Ivan at Lloyd's name that he took some material by his shop and spent a little time talking to him and you know quite a few of the other guys that run super late models now. And, you know. I'm just, I couldn't be more excited. I mean, it just, you know.
3: You you realize Bobby Labonte said the words, Ocala Speedway, this weekend during the rain delay at California.
14: No, I didn't hear that.
3: Yes, that he was, if Ivan was feeling better, because he's not doing so good after flipping it at Volusia. Uh, that they were thinking about shaking the car down Pearson. at Ocala Speedway. You're
14: talking about Earl
2: Pearson? Earl Pearson. Earl Pearson, Earl Pearson.
3: yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. About, my yeah. But Bobby Labonte right. said that about, a, I heard the word Ocala, and that's made me turn towards the TV, and he was talking about Earl Pearson coming back out and maybe shaking the car down, seeing how he feels.
14: <laughs> That'd be unreal.
2: Yeah, bring it and shake it, right? You don't care.
14: <laughs> no. We, I'll tell you, man, I'm, I'm hoping uh, you guys are up there. I'm hoping everybody that's in Associated with short track racing this weekend is there. I mean, this this should be you know it's a once in a lifetime deal. You know to reopen that as a dirt track and especially on a Friday, ain't nothing else to do on a Friday. <laughs> yes, yeah, sir. I, Come on down, okay? That's, that's what I want to see. I mean, I'm I'm overwhelmed, like I said, with the support that I've had for the series and especially for this race. And you know, Mike and Angie, you know they they've been nothing but gracious toward me. And you know, we talked tonight quite a bit and. You know they're they're excited too. I mean, I tell you, like I said, when I got that call today from Tyler Ivy, and then I received a couple more. David Browning called me from his shop, and he said there was more cars coming to his shop from Vero Beach, Florida. There was two cars going up there to be weighed. They were taking them all the way to Georgia to weigh them and set them up, and then bring them back to Ocala. And these were guys I hadn't even heard of. How
2: many are you
3: going to run?
14: How many?
3: How many will be in the feature event?
14: Yeah, twenty six.
3: Twenty six.
14: Twenty six. We're gonna
3: start twenty six. Um, you got to turn it
0: on, baby. Uh, okay. Here's the deal, guys. If y'all want to know any more about this whole right, deal tomorrow night, you're it's gonna same. have to come into Real Racing USA. Oh, are you live. on? You're on tomorrow night tomorrow too. Night. Yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow night. Up. Tomorrow night, we're gonna find out what the DNA is behind this dude, Ken Kenny, as he gets ready for the biggest race of his life.
3: Yeah. Not only that, uh, Kenny. You need to send a list of who you got up to today, even. Uh, to Jack, so he can uh, keep up with some of the names that are going to be there and help you pick. Hey, out Bubba, some Clem's hey. hey Bubba Clem's coming. Hey, oh, Bubba Clem's coming. Bubba, go anywhere. Ken, <laughs> all right,
0: buddy. Ken, Ken, we're going to we're going to talk to you tomorrow night, man, and we'll uh, we look forward to it. We're going to spend some some quality time tomorrow night on Real Race USA Live. Yes, sir. Appreciate it,
4: guys.
14: Take care. Have a take good
0: night, it man. easy, Ken Kenny, man. You got to be uh, like. Six
3: batteries
2: later. 43, 43 commitments so far, and uh, and the list is growing. And so we're gonna run twenty-six of them on that track. That's gonna be that'll tough, be the most late time. models that has showed up at that racetrack in ten years. Uh, none of the at James Tom Memorials that we ever had did we have forty cars show up? No. I 30, think the most maybe thirty-six. 30. Yeah, I mean it was a lot. There was a lot. A couple of years, especially at the beginning, because I remember it was tough to make it in those races. I wonder if they'll still run that memorial as a dirt race. Yes. That's cool. Absolutely. That would be awesome. Absolutely. That'd They're be looking awesome. forward to that. That's why Wayne Anderson went and bought <laughs> a dirt, dirt car, car. Remember because he, he didn't now. want to get jilted out of that money that he's yeah. been winning for the <laughs> last right. five years is, or whatever. It's so. been his it uh, piggy bank yeah. if he's coming down to Rob. So uh, I think that uh, I think he'll That's do good. Family. I think Bresnahan will do good. I heard he's been practicing, and he's he looked pretty good in his car. And um, I'm excited second, to see these guys. Second separation.
3: longest running track in the state, I believe in it. Yeah, Auburndale beat it by a couple of months.
2: It's really good to see it go back to dirt. I really do think that it's a good transition back for them because it had been on asphalt for a long time, and the newness had wore off of it, you know, and uh, uh, poor Mike, you know, he was wondering what he was going to do, and, you know, his whole demeanor changed after he finally said, I'm doing it. That's and right. And when he started doing it, things started happening. and
3: Oh, it's got to be. It had Big race to be Friday a night, a nightmarish undertaking though to think about doing it. Well,
0: well we have uh, we have Mike's uh, announcer for the year, uh, Scott McAllister, on on a line with us. And before we get started with Scotty uh, with Scotty Mac, um, I just got off the phone with uh, Mike Peters, and uh, actually he was supposed to be um, uh, doing a, a show tonight from Ocala on uh, one hundred two point three FM, but uh, tomorrow night, the next night, the next night at eight o'clock, he's going to be on uh, one hundred two point three uh, FM, whatever the no, it's up there up there in the Ocala market so 102.3 he said all he has to say is uh fans better hang on to their hats is he going on a wolfie show uh he's that's Wolf show. yeah that's what I thought yeah, that's yeah, and, show uh, he's uh he said he's uh he's running he's running man. oh yeah I know he's so he's, Scotty he's probably tired how, how now, cool is think. this i mean this is it's like i said to Ken Kenny i mean this is the biggest race of his life and i just said michael this is and there's no doubt this is the biggest race of both these men's lives
15: yeah, I'm telling you, it could be you know one of the biggest races of my life too. After after uh, the shows that I've been seeing, that's going on down in East Bay, and then of course all the uproar that's going up on up here in Ocala. Uh, of course, you hear names as, as Bill mentioned earlier. You heard Bobby Labonte even mention Ocala, Florida on uh, on the show earlier the earlier this week. So, you know, I think they're going to have. A, it's like Bill said, you could have 60, 70 cars there. You could have many more than what I think they ever anticipated, to be honest with you. That's right.
3: And and to come off of the disappointment uh, working at East Bay and having the rain rain you out this weekend, to, to look forward to this Friday night has got to be, you know, some light at the end of the tunnel kind of thing, something to go forward to.
15: It's going to be incredible. I mean, I'm telling these fans, if you want to get in, if you want to get in to see the race, you really are going to have to get there early. It is unbelievable the response they've had here locally. Not just uh, from dirt fans across the state, but just locally. The and, people are here are excited about it. You know, it's something new. It's something different. Mike's kind of jacked up, brother. Believe me.
3: And you don't know, park within up. eight feet of that major highway out there. They'll tow your butt. They don't it's like easy. people just parking in the ditch. Well, ah, they'll, they'll probably over it. It's easy
15: to get to. It's, it's right <laughs> it's
2: there. there a cattle the market side. still there. Say um, what, Scotty? Go ahead.
4: It's easy to get to. Yeah,
3: oh, yeah, Oh, yeah, no, it is. it is. It's
2: super. No, your, he, was, he was saying don't park on the road outside the uh, outside the track, gate but there. I told him there's still a the main road. you got to get into oh, the no, cattle no, farm no. or do something. Yeah, go to, the, go to the market.
15: There's plenty of room inside, and if not, yeah, we'll auction you off the next door. We'll auction your car off along with the cattle over there. Wow. The with the, with
3: How's the, the track off. look compared to Try you? You've been the around East race, Bay enough did, now. You
15: know, Mike, as, as they said earlier, Mike's kind of been – you know, keeping guard over it. He wants to make sure this primed. And y'all yeah, know, are talking about practice. <clears throat> Bill can tell you. I went to the racetrack over there at East Bay and brother on dirt practice is fifteen minutes before the race starts. That's right. Yeah, that's it.
3: That's it. That's it. That's all you need.
15: <clears throat> you don't get. It's none of this. Get there at twelve o'clock and practice for five hours before the race starts and burn up five sets of tires. No, brother, you get out of there and you just take a turn and yep. that's it. You just. I mean, you get your shot and that's it. And it's just going to be a great show, and I just urge everybody really to get out there and get there early.
0: Yeah, take off work. Just take off work about noon on Friday. Head up to Ocala. What exit is it? Three fifty-two. Three fifty-two.
15: It's the first time you know back to dirt here at Ocala, and it's going to be a big show. And uh, yes, indeed, we're looking forward to some great names. Ivan is going to be there, like we've been talking about. But there's also going to be some great guys. Krause is going to be down from East Bay. Wait a
0: minute. Wait a minute. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it, Scott. You can hear me okay? I hear you perfect. Okay, well, here's the thing. You're, you're sedated, man. Why are you so sedated? Are you like, yeah. he's burned out. He are you 21 t- nights? T-
15: myself, man. Really, I went through this indoctrination down at the East Bay, this dirt racing indoctrination. And I mean, man, I was flooded with information like never before. You know, people. It's just like you said. I mean, the asphalt is really cool and everything, but once you do go watch off this turf race. So, don't... so
0: which which chassis do you recommend, dude? I mean, is it <laughs> the, the rocket? Is, is it the, the rocket?
15: rocket? Really but
0: or the RGB. I mean, which is it,
3: dude? I
15: was over looking at a master build earlier this afternoon. So I'm getting <laughs> a close look at what one really looks.
3: It's like. a whole nother show to talk about the fans. Did you interaction. See there's With two Scott. shocks.
2: There's two shocks on the
3: it left was side.
15: Awesome. It's, it's amazing. It's so, uh, yeah, I, I told Terry and Mary down there. I said, man, I guess Caster and Camber really don't mean all that cars. I so, was <laughs> you know, like, "Dad, go, man!" It was really an incredible show. How these guys wheel these things around there. I still have to study and look, and that's part of the cool thing about the dirt racing is that there is that little bit of unknown there. There's a lot of unknown for me. And that's what's kind of cool about it, you know. NASCAR it is inundated everybody with. It was great I mean, to be there. I got you know everything about a NASCAR a car even more than what you ever wanted to know. I
3: I got to sit beside him for the three sixties and you know, and kind of help him along the way in places, and it was so much fun because he'd he'd be watching one thing that was like seventh, eighth, and ninth or something
0: like that. He's down in the corner, he's, going, he's just screaming, going crazy, sure.
3: and people were going,
0: "Who is that? Guy? <laughs> Who is that nutcase up in the East, Bay? Uh, Park it so up there in the, the pit tower, I man. Love they it. were like, hey, hey, who's that, hey?
15: These fans, they are really knowledge, knowledgeable, so some of these fans stopped me on the way back and they were telling me, you know, this guy's really from here and, you know, he's not from here. And so, I did tell them, I said, you know, I've done quite a few asphalt shows, but I've never done a dirt show. And all at once, about 20 of them looked at me and go, Uh, Oh, that answers a lot of questions. (laughs) He's one of them. He's one of them. It was so much Uh, fun to watch him. Then after that, they kind of took me in and and kind of gave me some help. And thank goodness Bill was there to kind of help me out as much as he could, which, man, I needed all the help I could get. It was just nonstop racing action from beginning to end, nonstop.
3: And there's so many people to interact with. I mean, at, at during the late model show, he's got to deal with not only the people that are doing TV in one corner, and there's somebody's doing a live broadcast on <laughs> yeah, some no internet way. radio show behind him, but then he's got to deal with their officials are making calls that are not, you know, normal officials, and uh, getting the word back up and what's going on and what's really happening. Uh, hey, it's, uh, it's amazing. and not only that, hey, uh. there's
0: about in a, in a say a fifty lap late model race, not to mention sprints, but even just in late models. In a 50-lap dirt late model race, there's usually about five times or ten times as much passing as, as, oh, yeah, as you would have in an asphalt. Probably. How do you keep up with it all?
15: It's, you don't. I mean, I haven't been able to yet. Those other guys have, and Bill's able to, and I think that hopefully, given time, <laughs> I can only hope I'll be able to. Because, really, it's like I said, I knew all these asphalt guys, and I was looking at these new guys that came in, and I was like, you know all these guys? They go, oh, yeah, we know them all. And I'm thinking, holy smoke, I don't know any of these guys. do their reeling them all.
0: See, so now you're a lot like Wayne. You, you have something really much in common with, say, like uh, Wayne Anderson, because you're obviously you're, you're one of the most experienced and most excitable and excited uh, racing announcers that we have in the South. And Wayne Anderson is one of the best drivers we have in the South. You're both, both going both to dirt, and you're both <laughs> and you're both going to dirt, man.
15: Yeah, it, we're it, it's all kind of starting over, and that's that's the cool thing about it. Is we're both you can tell you can sense the excitement in myself, and like I said, I'm just kind of trying to hang on because I'm telling you, this past month was incredible down there.
3: Well, um, I tell you now. what, Friday we're
15: carry that over here to Ocala, it's going to be a blowout. And like I said, I, I think it's like Bill alluded to, man. I think you could have yeah. fifty, sixty i don 't know how many even
3: ones. if you only get the forty five that they think they're going to get you 're still going to have a fantastic show because it 's going to be new to every one of them
15: and Bill we were looking at that Tyler Ivy kid when he was there. he raced everything that had wheels on it that
3: yep, there. he, he raced two or three different Did really well yep. Well, I tell you what, man. I look forward to getting up there. Hopefully, I can get there in time to see the races. I don't get out of work till like four thirty, but I'll be there as quick as I can. But well, we'll um,
15: spot open for you, man. Y'all come right on up, and I'm telling you, just everybody you know, if they're coming, please tell them to get there early, get there as quickly as you can, because it's going to be jack. It's going to be packed full of people, and it's just uh,
3: no doubt about it. You really got to convince.
15: our drivers. The weather, as Rob said earlier, man. The weather is going to be sweet this weekend, so. About Forty-six oh, really?
0: degrees at
3: well, night. It okay. says.
15: You, well, yeah,
0: you, you cool. know, uh, you know, the real Racing USA and uh, and Carnac uh, contingent—they're going to start rolling in there about eleven o'clock in the morning. I think.
15: I know, man. I've already told him. Hey, back. Scotty
0: Mac. you know that Bonehead's coming into town. You know that,
2: right? Oh,
15: Rob, man, I can't wait to see you. <laughs> I just can't wait to see you did this race, and I get so jacked up. I miss it. I miss it. Uh, you guys, I know y'all came out to the track over at East Bay, and that's how
2: Yeah, it was a madhouse. We couldn't even find you there. I could hear you, but I couldn't find you. Hey, listen, you've got
3: all week to work on the Wolfman to make sure he's there.
15: Wolfman will be there. The
3: fans will love to see Wolfie again.
15: Jacked up, and, you know, it's always great to have out of the track. So um, Wolf hours and, and the whole TRS crew is going to be out there. Mike done it up right. <laughs> I'm telling you, I tell you. When you get there, everybody that's listening, when you get there, get there early and just kind of just sit back and take it all in. because
3: I got ten bucks says be- Mike Peters does not sleep Thursday night. He's
2: sleeping on the track right
3: now.
15: <laughs> on that right now. We'll
3: I'll guarantee
2: you, time. dude. He's on that racetrack right now. When he got off the phone with Jack, he mm-hmm. was probably on his way out to the grader to get on it one more time and feather it real good under the nightlight because it's better. He's
15: probably got the doggone hand rake out there. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. And, you know, right now he's doing the rain dance. You know, it's supposed to rain Wednesday. I think it's supposed to rain a little bit, but he's out there freaking out. You know, and i told him, man, it would be all right. It'll be fine. But It'll
2: take a little rain. Let me see what it's going to be.
15: See oh, if
3: it's, it's going to be, be
2: fine. fine. It ain't gonna, I don't think there's anything coming
15: through all right, for a couple Scotty. days i tell you yeah, what, that's man. This a cold
3: front. It's going to bring the, some cool you know, weather.
15: And once again, anybody that's coming to the race, please get there early. Bring your cameras. Bring everything you need to have everybody sign anything because once again, we're looking at this as kicking off a brand new racetrack. We're bringing, you know, this is back to the future, baby. and We're going to start it all right back.
3: This is going to be Real Racing USA's kickoff 2008, man. Live
2: coverage from Ocala. No rain. No rain all week, man.
15: That's what I mean. I think it's going to be sweet all week long and, and it's just going to be great. They're going to start coming in here and that's a Cool thing about it is, you practice, racing here early, renting the track. Forget about it. You, it's like I said, you got to phone an hour to see what you got. Yeah, you show up early
2: and you party and then race.
15: Yeah, and, <laughs> and the wait do you see these guys out here, man. They don't bring crews with them. It's like one guy and the driver, and yeah. that's it, man. Is just you see them out there working that's, on the car.
2: That's called bonehead style. That's all you need. <laughs> Ian Groover, that's they it. got low overhead. Crazy,
15: yeah.
3: <laughs> and watch out for the guy with an Illinois plate that has an open trailer.
15: Exactly, man. He'll be
3: the one that no kicks somebody's butt.
15: That is no lie. What about the guy that won down there from West Virginia, man? That's what I said. He was jacked up down at East Bay. Holy smoke, man! He came with <laughs> backed
0: his car on the trailer. So, well, I it's, it's a known fact to some of the best dirt late model co- drivers in the country. Come from that hillbilly state? Yeah. Oh yeah. And
15: I don't. I don't doubt it. You know, hillbilly. He came down there, and he—that's so coming that. from a hillbilly. They
0: got a lot he of, did, lot of he turns.
2: Did, he just knew
15: they coming off turn two. He had that thing through the floor, brother. And I mean, you talk about digging. Holy smoke, man! He was rim riding. I mean,
3: And you can tell that by when you look at the late model race at East Bay. Watch them wreck, and you'll see how hard they wreck because they don't let up. Oh no,
0: they're, they're just
15: they're hoping hauling. they can save it. Hey Scotty,
0: I I wanna remind you
15: even though you know the cars that aren't gonna make it into the transfer race and they're racing back there for eight nights, dude they're racing off a of turn four. They don't care. They're digging, man. They are coming off they're racing no matter where they're at. And that's I as mean, hard as they can.
0: how's the community taking to this thing?
15: That's what I mean, really. That's that's I think that not only are the racing fans, especially for this initial race, you know, I think that not only are the racing fans gonna be there, you're gonna have a lot of the community turn out here because Mike's done he's done a well of a job promoting this and I mean he's got, you know, the, the corporate the corporate people that are located here in O'Cala, E one, the people that make fire trucks and some of the other big companies here. Um, he's got them fired up, man. He's got them coming out to the track.
3: So. Yeah, he's 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 always had a couple of good car companies, a motorcycle guy from Harley Davidson,
2: some other people that really supported. The yeah, well is E one. You can't do without them. No, no, no. I
15: mean, yeah, you we know, he's people out there, and I think he's got a couple of construction people that are going to be out there, some big builders here. So you know, that's that's a big thing, and um, you know, he's already lined up with the airport. Obviously, he does a lot of that kind of stuff. But so. Mike's
3: go- Mike's going to have a lot of people there watching to yeah. see if it can happen if it's really going to yeah,
2: work. Is Sapricone going to be there?
15: All right, A lot of these people will be first time rings.
2: Just to
3: business.
15: see if
2: it works. I think John is going to be there about, to see if I'm it works. I'm talking about
3: like people like hose heads and, and oh, people yeah. that are going to oh, be yeah. in the media that are there. Alan,
0: uh, There's going
2: to be Alan all kinds of Oh no, I know those guys. Well, I was thinking when you were talking about they needed to have a media up. day, I guarantee it. I know how that Sapricone is about following people that do things. Well, things. Scotty, 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 be before you go tonight.
0: here, man. I w- I want to remind you about uh you know, uh this is uh, we're we're getting near the end of the month and uh, uh at the end of the month here, which is coming up pretty quick. Like Friday. 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 Yeah, that's right. We have to uh, Inside Florida Racing, of Friday, course, Friday. Uh, has to get your input along with uh, all the other media folks in uh, Florida as to who the Inside Florida Racing the Pandora Jewelers Driver of the Month is. He's got to, to be from Florida. Driver. He has to be from Florida. Yes, he does. What okay, about the
15: Jewel Florida. of the He's Month? Be, for it could be the month of February, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for the driver. Okay, well, we for... we got go through. We got to go through this race right here in Ocala because this really could determine. That's right. It sure could. There is, but so far, I mean, you know, there, there's definitely one dominant driver out there. But
2: who is it? Say it.
15: After... Say it. You know. Say it. You can say it. No, no, y'all stay it twenty-four hours a day, seven days a week. But he got it. Oh last no, but he, him and David driven. Yeah, but
2: he got it last week, last he, month. He got it last really?
15: month. Well, no, he is that good, man. He is
2: yeah, that, Jeff got it last he's month. Bad dog he don't want it two good, months yeah. in a row. You can't give can't. it to him two months in a row. I've already. You say that,
15: man. What if he comes down? Well, you're
2: right. You know, hey, if he does show up, I'll tell you what. If he shows up, if he'll he be a whole new ballgame. <laughs> if he shows
0: up, <laughs> he's going to the Rattler. I'm telling you. I know, you. but right, if I'm he, sure he that's
2: why I'm laying it out. If he shows up to your race. On Saturday night to the dirt race, and he wins the race. We'll make him two months in a row a oh, Pandora yeah. Jewelers winner. Okay, let's see if he shows up and
0: wins it. He finished 12th and still. Pandora Jewelers, by the way, is uh, pandorajewelers.com.
2: Yeah, and they're actually a huge company. I we want to thank it. them for joining us. For, yeah.
15: for- Pandora's doing a great job, man. That's a great gift you telling me that they're giving away, and that's really cool that y'all are doing that. And,
0: yeah, which we can't really, which we really can't, can't get tell. into yeah, yet. You can't
15: talk about? <laughs> Don't, about it. Don't say it. it. Whatever that, it is, it is. That's cool. okay you get hooked up with whoever gets hooked up with it. we're
3: talking jewelry you ain't going to do too bad, I never <laughs> be. but
15: I tell you what, yeah no if, if Jo comes up here, either one of those guys I'm, but you know there's so many up here, and then, like you said man there's going to be some surprise people there always is you know there's people are like, whoa, look at this guy rolling in, and so
2: that's what i am saying there's going be there's going to be some hot shoes that are going to be coming to
0: try to take the money well, there'll be yeah. some guys that haven't run in a long time. I bet that pull out some
15: hey cars Scotty' that been out
0: there for a while we'll see you Friday. I'll see you Friday, bright and early for me. I'll okay, be there,
15: man. Come down and we'll get together for lunch, and then we'll go from there. We'll take a you know a cruise around the track, and we can take a close look at the track, and we'll see what it looks like, and give those guys a report online. And uh, sounds good to me. Y'all yeah, guys get down here early, man. Get down early. Bill will hold a spot for you, bro. Oh,
0: no problem. I'll get there. It's parking. I'm thinking to be Scott a Scott McAllister, for me. the new announcer up at Ocala Speedway on dirt.
15: Talk and to you, East Bay, also cool. doing and, e-
0: and East Bay on uh, and
15: Friday and Saturday night. I'm meet up with dirt, man. You're a, a glutton. Up with dirt. you right. called a
0: big mouth. You're a glutton for dirt, man. You know you ain't done nothing about dirt. You take on two at one time. I, I bet, bet you there's you
3: know, some that, asphalt man. racers that said they'll never talk to you again, but you'll never notice because they never come to the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> see what
15: they ever run over there on dirt, they won't ever come back. That's, That's right.
0: Right. see you later, man. All right, All talk here. Take a light. All oh right. man. Friday night. Friday hey.
2: night's the big night. The
3: 29th, the big race. You only got, you only got uh, to, what is it, uh, 22 hours before you got to be back in here again for the uh, Tuesday night show. We got
2: Tuesday month. night, uh, Inside Florida Racing. I mean, uh, Tuesday night, uh, Real Racing USA show. we got one show. more we have to do. Tonight's show, the Inside Florida Racing show, is not over yet. We're team. on extended time. Um, so we can get, who are we get on the phone? Who is it? Bobby Orr, Bobby Orr, Bobby Orr, Bobby, Bobby, Bobby.
0: Yeah, the Pandora thing is going to be a tough one this month, huh?
2: I think so. We'll just have to see how it all shakes out. Then we got to really look at all the finishes of the races that have gone. Yeah, especially on this even month. A,
3: even by the time they do, some of the guys that raced at East Bay that go up there, you could have somebody from the dirt definitely sneak in here and
2: steal it. They got to be from Florida.
10: Yeah, they've got a lot. They of... can't
2: be none of them Northerners stealing our jewelry. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. but they got a. This is, there's several. Be nice if you had to
3: present it to Bubba.
2: <laughs> well, it, let me tell you, you Bubba's stuck it right out now. There and Billy, Billy, race. Billy Moyer's up there. Billy Moyer, yeah. yeah, he's running. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, <laughs> Keith Nosbich th- won a couple. That's let me tell good. you something about Bubba. Is the last time I raced in Ocala, I Bubba actually was racing a uh, late model, model yeah. on the asphalt, on the asphalt then, with and the, we had conversation in that the was trailer. Doc Miller's car. Yeah, it was with the door on the side. Yep. I'm going to talk to Bob about that. If he's actually there, I'm going to go tell him. He don't him. need that flap no more. He's, no, he's, I know. He's straightened himself out. And that door flap car, that was... Uh, you know who's got it now? Him.
3: I know who's got it now today. Yeah, I've seen it. It's actually showed up at a race once. I can't remember. Art. Oh,
2: yeah. Art. Um, yeah, I know. He's a big guy. I can't think of his name, but Art has it. Yeah. All right. Bobby Orr, what's up? What's going on? my right, guy. Well... You see it. We're we're behind schedule as always. We're going
0: really. We're going really fast, man. We've been going. (laughs) Yeah, we can
3: tell. It's already nine ten. We're
2: still doing a two hour show.
10: (laughs) I hear you. What's been going on tonight? Who you had on? Oh
4: God. Well, it started out with Randy
2: Fox, David Wilson, Scott Walters, Keith Lilly, Don Reams, Scott McAllister, Jason Schroeder, Ken Kinney, Jerry Parker, too. And uh, we've had quite a few guys. Did you know any of them?
10: Yeah, question <laughs> my buddy uh, Scott McAlister. I got some big shoes to fill being on after that guy. Yeah,
2: he just got done
3: running
0: his mouth. Can yeah, you he was that? talking
3: about how Friday, 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 Friday was yeah. going to be such a big deal, and I know that he's right. It's going to be huge.
0: Yeah, at least you don't have to wear his hat. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> screaming in the same that megaphone. went right over his head.
0: <laughs> no, he, he'll catch it in an hour. So, uh, Bobby, tell us about your new ride, man.
10: Well, uh, as of a couple hours ago, I confirmed my new ride for the 2008 season. is uh, definitely going to be an uh, in-house ride of Orr Racing, and it will be my first uh, personal car-owned deal where I have all my own equipment. I'll be driving for myself in the 2008 season at Orlando Speed World. Well,
3: what's the car number, and who
0: pissed you off this bad? You're going out on your own. What's the car number? Tell us that car number.
10: It's going to be the 30, just like always. All right. 30, I didn't think it would go anywhere else. Of course, nothing but. So we're going to uh, try to contend for the title out there this year and uh, more or less go week by week and see how it plays out and just go try to contend for some wins and get back to the track every week driving and having some fun.
3: Who you got on board with you? Who's coming along to help sponsor it and help make the ends meet?
10: Oh, I got a couple of of, uh, people who are making some smaller efforts to help us get started. Uh, James Carter... Is uh, an attorney out of Bradenton, Florida, who's a, a good friend of mine. And um,
0: you got good yeah. friends. James is a good guy.
10: Mm-hmm. James is a real good guy. Um, JB Matthews Investigative Group out of uh, Alsmont area or uh, Maitland area. They they've come on board to help out a little bit. And then I got some uh, consulting help through uh, uh, Michael Williams Jr. and uh, Rick Kanat, and also uh, Patrick Conrad. His family have been a good help to me. Uh, helping me get some things going and use of their shop, getting my car finished up and built and stuff like that. And I really appreciate all the
3: Is the car going to be again. kind of plain or going to be kind of a mm, usual Bobby Orr style?
10: Well, it's actually the car that uh, Ricky Moxley drove in the Governor's Cup. It was a black black number 30 with uh, neon orange numbers on it, if you guys see it, if you're at the Governor's Cup. so It's already actually been to the track a couple times uh, at the end of last year. So, but I haven't actually raced the car myself. Just went out and tested it a few times. So we're fixing to go test one time before the season starts on March the 14th and uh, see what we can do this year. Well,
3: do you go watch other races? Do you go out like this Ocala thing? Is it big enough to draw your attention? Kind of go up there and see what's going on in the dirt.
10: Actually, I'm not really uh, not really much into dirt racing. I gotta.
3: I try That's to- what I figured. My own
10: stuff. I don't. I don't really. Uh, Really stray off the path of
3: what I got going on. I try to stay pretty focused. Well, that's cool, and I realize it. You know, it's, it's but it's
10: yeah,
0: can't, can't Bill, go ahead and play with that one now. Yeah, get your he, foot out of your no, house I think... over
2: there, Mister <laughs> Dirt. I think I think he should broaden his horizons a little bit and could at least go look. But okay. well, he's still young and that's, he's that, concentrating. That was
0: very on his good. Uh, that was very good, Bobby. Anytime you could like uh, like just get Bill to go to a stop. You did good, man. <laughs>
2: you well, know, I didn't want to antagonize the man. I think it's good that you're concentrating on your deal that you're doing, and you're going to need to if you're going to do your own program.
10: Absolutely, I got a got a good group of guys behind me. I still got a couple of uh, guys who used to help my father when he drove for David Russell on the Horse and Farms team. So I still got a good group of couple people there that have been doing this for 15 years when I don't know, when my dad was racing all over the country and. They've stuck beside me, and then I got, you know, the same couple of my brothers that we've all raced together with my dad, and they all helped me, and we got a couple of new people that come along the way, too, so we're all getting back together after, you know, I haven't really been racing over the past couple of years very steadily, just a little here and a little there, so we're looking forward to getting everyone back together and going out making it a group effort and really looking forward to having some success this year.
2: Nothing like getting the band back together.
10: That's right.
3: <laughs> well... There's a party looking for a place to have it.
2: I hope that you have good luck with your racing team. Uh, where are you going to start out at? Where's your first race going to be?
10: Orlando Speed World, March the 14th.
0: All right. That's the same night as the the Goodyear Challenge, isn't
10: it? I thought it was a, I was told it was a Bright House, a Bright House, it was a 50 lap for that night. But I was. Oh,
0: okay. That's probably correct, because I was just taking a gander there. you Goodyear a opening at DeSoto. Uh, maybe they are. I thought they were opening in Orlando. but was, No, no, I actually I had that confused. I was thinking about the Sun Belt, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, good luck,
3: Bobby. I know it's going to be a whole do-ball game running your own show, so to speak, and calling the shots and paying the bills. But uh, at least nobody will be telling
2: you. you what to do. That's right.
10: Yeah, well, I appreciate you guys having me on and appreciate all the, all the good luck and best wishes. And uh, thank you all for taking time for having me on the show tonight.
3: No problem, man. Right. I look forward to seeing you.
2: Take it easy, Bobby. Good luck. And I'll Go. see you sooner or later because I wind up in an asphalt race. Good
10: night, Bobby. All right. See you later. Bye,
3: bye. All right, Bobby uh, Orr.
2: Two thousand eight sounds well, like, like it's, it's going to be great. That's, a,
3: that's another in eighty eight. Once again, though, you got to be sitting at home looking at your you know spreadsheet and going, "Do I really want to do this on my own or not?" You know, Nobody tough.
2: looks at a spreadsheet it's but tough. you.
3: <laughs> yeah, but you gotta don't know you got enough money coming in to do the thing. No, you I don't, don't do think it. racers
2: look at it that way. Their priorities that's are different. True. I got They're enough to make it to this week. Yeah, we can go there. I got enough to buy tires. Let's see when I get my paycheck, that'll be enough to buy tires. Got to finish my fourth star- or better to hey, go listen, home. They wonder why starting money's so important because oh, yeah. that's all figured into the budget of going to the races. You know, the promoters they don't understand that. No, no. Uh oh. All
0: right, sounds like we're about done finally. Yeah, we've we're done do two and a half hours. It. We're going to do the boogie, all right. We're going to boogie on done, out. We actually did four hours. We two need and a half. to get Cece Brooks back. We need to get Carol Wicks back.
3: Yeah, things will go a lot smoother around here if you have the women back.
0: Pandora here. Jewelers. PandoraJewelers.com. Yeah, where are they located? On the Science. on the uh, east coast of Florida, right around uh, Deerfield Beach, I believe, or Is Palm Beach? Beach. Is it Deerfield or Palm Beach? It's right. It's right library. there on their website. the address and everything, and they have a, a deal online, the whole nine yards.
3: It's nice to get some new people involved too.
0: Oh yeah, and they're I mean, they're very excited about this whole deal, and uh, you uh... know. Well, I'll tell you, Bill's been good having you back in here again, as always. Whew.
3: I remember now why I uh, yeah them two-hour shows used to be. What's
0: the deal? A bunch.
2: I'm looking at it. I see it. PandoraJewelers.com. Yep. What you need? What when you look need? Because like?
0: you're not looking at it. Ah, uh,
2: <laughs> oh, I'm just reading. Charm bracelet, wedding rings, beads, bracelet jewelry, wholesale, all that stuff, all of it, and a monthly winner on Inside Florida Racing, folks. We got to go. Same time next week. We will be. In Ocala. Somebody will be here. To see Mike Peters actually get resuscitated after his heart attack he's going to have when his place gets flooded with 80 Somebody run out and pull a plug wire off the track. Oh, it's going to be crazy. (laughs) Friday night, the 29th of February, Ocala Speedway is on dirt. What do you think? Oh, my God. Where's Mike Peters at? Where is he? Where is he? He's on the racetrack. It's all Scott McAllister's fault. Folks, we'll see you next week.
3: Mr. Kinney, Mr. Kinney, you're wanted in resuscitation.
11: I'm going down to Roger Park. Don't get caught there after dark. I'm going down to Roger Park. little party did my child in the cave when you're doing the same people boogie don't be contemplating crying when you're doing the same people boogie don't be contemplating crying cause you'll wind up in the cave